12. It's just that fastly a movie. I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... The one and only Ralph. That's right, the one and only. The one and only. Well... There's no other Ralph in any other podcast in the world, so you are oh, the one. Oh, sure. I guess so. Yeah, I had them all bumped off for your benefit. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. This is episode number 133. Getting up there, Ralph. Getting up there in numbers. Yeah. Um, what, 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 number? what episode? 133. Oh, wow. And I just turned 33. What are the odds? Yes, you did. Very fortuitous. You just turned 33. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's just go with that then. How, did you enjoy your birthday? I did very much so. Uh, uh, I did a nice uh, night. You came over. It was nice. Yes. Um, did a pinata for myself full of alcohol. Only two bottles broke, which was uh, to be expected. Something was going to break. Oh, you mean while we were whacking it? Were you yeah. guys were? I mean, yeah. yes. I was uh, I was in rare form. I never really held on to pinatas before. I know, I know. And um, I did it for an adult party. You did it for an adult party, yeah. Um, but besides that, it was fun, man. Um, it was good to have friends and uh, friends and family over. Uh, you know, commingling. I have multiple groups of friends, and you know, we all play nice with each other, uh, as to be expected. Usually, I'm pretty good about. I I know a lot of people, but just because I know you doesn't mean I'm your friend, or I'm your friend, or you're my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. like, I know who I would invite to my house that I would think we would all get along with each other. People that I hang out with that I choose to hang out with, you know, uh, I pretty much know the type of people I, I like to hang out with myself. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, you're, you could be wrong, but for the most part, I'm not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, trial and error, trial and error. It works. Uh, no, it, it works. does work. It yeah. worked. Barely it worked. <laughs> Barely, I wanted yeah. to pick a fight just in for no reason. Well, yeah, some of my uh, other friends are younger than uh, my main group of friends, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good times overall. No, it was fun. Many challenges were brought. Many were accepted. Um, of course, I'm talking about drinking games, everyone. Um, yeah, it was a fun time. As uh, as for me, nothing much. I went to a party yesterday. It was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, I am getting older. It felt harder to pull that off. I had After Effects. I've been having more After Effects. It's funny, when I drink by myself, even though I probably drink more more when yeah. I drink by myself, I get way less of an effect. It's clearly what I'm doing while I'm drinking that does it all. Of course. That makes it affecting more or less. Usually <clears throat> I'm watching something, playing something. Or recording even. I'm, 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 I've been drinking. I found uh, over uh, when I went to... Um, your place to do for the party. Yeah. At three different times, I went to a liquor store nearby the house. And uh, the first time I went there, I was on my way to the party. And you asked me to bring some ice, right? Yes. Classic, normal thing. Yep. And um, went there to get get the ice. And I saw that they had um, a bottle of, uh, obviously, out of season, bottle of eggnog. <laughs> Heavily out of season. Yeah. Or, or. Full rotation early. No, because it was on sale eight ninety nine. <laughs> oh god! Uh-huh. <laughs> it was eight ninety nine, 
And that's what I've been drinking today. And it tastes just as, it tastes fine, just as good as I remembered I it. So. so it's not like, that's the first thing I did. I smelled it first just to make sure. And then sure. I tasted a little bit, see if it tasted weird. I would say I shook it a bit. But no, it's good. I'm going to keep going anyway. So if I get really sick, we all know why. But worth it, $8.99. So, um, yeah, that's what's going on here. Let's get into some recent discoveries. Let's just make that small talk smaller. Oh, I never actually said at the top of the show because we got stuck on 133 being your your birthday. Uh-huh. Your, your day, I mean, your, how old you are. Yes, I um, we never said the fucking movies we're going to review. So let's get started right now. So yeah. episode 133. Yeah, the three movies that we're going to review are not three movies. They're two movies and a, and a topic, which is in rare form. We have done this from time to time, usually involving the um, Academy Awards season or huh. usually involving, um, you know, when we start getting into longer discussions or like something we, I brought, I bring into discussion for a marathon or something we're going to discuss later on. And I put that into the show. So it's not like uncommon or it's not like super rare, I mean, but it is generally pretty rare. Um, yeah. It's like it's not, it's like it's not never happened. Um, anyway, so that topic is that I stumbled upon a horror movie renaissance and I'm not done with it, but I have watched a lot of horror movies, both new and old. Yeah, you and a lot of it, a lot of it as an aim to either revisit movies I haven't seen in a while that I really like or maybe I have mixed memories on and others that I have never seen have I have always wanted to see or I heard good things usually online you know I don't have many friends that are horror movie fanatics or the ones that are they're very they stick to one type one decade one subgenre and uh, I wanted to have an all-encompassing thing anyway so we're going to talk about that at the end of the show but mm-hmm. But the other two episodes, the regular episodes, they're all new movies. One of them is going to be Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, which is uh, on HBO Max, if you have that, or in theaters right now. It is a sequel to the 90s. Is it 90s? Yeah, right? I think so. If, yeah. That Michael Jordan starred ba- uh, Space Jam. This one stars, uh, what's his name? LeBron James. LeBron James. Thank you. I was like forgetting his name because I, I had definitely do not watch his era of basketball ever. No, so, you've never seen anything about this? No, just just maybe random highlights that people show me or like... And then you've seen them in that one other movie and you were like, who is that guy and why is everyone making a big deal? Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in a movie. Yeah, this is great. This is how shows you how out of... How gloriously out of... I, I remember this. I think we talked about it. We didn't review the movie for the podcast, yeah. but we we talked about it because we had seen all, also, all of us seen it. So I remember the trailer for that movie. I think it was Train Wreck. Train Wreck, yeah. Train wreck. Uh, Amy Schumer's um, biggest movie, maybe or first big movie. Mm, first big movie for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's a comedy, obviously, with her and uh, what's her name? What's his name? The comedian guy. They fall in love. It's a romantic story. Okay, but, I forget the guy's name. But, but the guy, the guy. Face. Yeah, I forget the guy. Yeah, he's a good actor. I like him, but I don't remember his name right now. Um, so the guy's uh, best friend is. Uh, LeBron James, I forgot his name again, um, and he's in the trailer a lot. And I was like, I remember thinking, this is what? how much I saw that trailer and right. how much we, you guys have made fun of me. Which is not only well granted, but I'm I'm happy to not know this. I'm, I'm, this is a good thing for me. Um, uh, that I was like, why are they showing this minor best friend character? Is this secretly about him? Right. And, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and they're showing him like just talking <laughs> about stupid Downton Abbey or something. Like, who I gives remember, a fuck? Yeah, that's right. It's that's not even it. funny. I don't yeah. get it. Who gives a yeah. shit if you miss Downton? I don't understand the joke. Like, why is this in the trailer of all things? And then I saw the movie again. Didn't know who he was until after you all, mother, you and Luke told me that's fucking. LeBron James. James and like I'm like the basketball. Guy? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I never seen him before. Yeah, now you know why it's a big deal because he was, you know, he's yes. a big deal. In, it's making fun in the of world. the real life now, right? Exactly. I'm like, it's oh, that makes way more sense now. So um, again, we're digressing, but we're reviewing Space Jam: A New Legacy, right? As well as uh, M Night Shyamalan's latest film, Old. Um, <laughs> I almost said Lost. <laughs> yeah, what? sorry. Oh, the movie. Okay. Yeah, it's an old, it's an old. yeah, it is like a lost light, sure. um, I guess you could say. One yeah. mystery as opposed to 75. Uh, but that's old in theaters right now. I think only in theaters right now. Right. I have a um, quick disclaimer. Yeah. Um, so, like, we're recording late at night, later than normal. We're normally later than normal, recording. and it's due tonight. And it's due tonight, right. right, right. We're, we're pushing the deadline. I'm also watching the, the CONCACAF Gold Final. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's okay. But uh, if you hear emotions coming out of me, um, if you hear negative or negative or positive ones, um, you'll know why. That's why. All right then, All right. that works. No, I understand. I mean, but we but we had to record at some point. Like, fuck, of course, no, late. I literally fuck. we've literally delayed this as much as we could to the last minute. This is uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we can push it back a little bit more. No, no, because I still have to edit the fucking. Thing. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> okay, yeah, right, right. Okay, so that's, that's what we're doing today. Now you can always follow this show and all of our all of our. You know, ramblings, I should say, as we get off topic on every subject today. Um, you can find that, our show, at otherpodcast.com, not to mention wherever the fuck you're listening to us on. Um, probably desktop, you know, probably iTunes, most likely. Um, anyway, if you do, if you do listen to us on iTunes, please send us a rating. That would be great. Even if it's one star, I don't give a fuck. Send us a rating, whatever you think we deserve. <laughs> but if you listen to us, chances are you have listened to us before, which is chances are you either know us or you like us. So send us five stars. Um, okay. So that's it for that. Now let's get into some recent discoveries. Rob, you saw a movie here, and based on the title I'm reading, it sounds fantastic. I never heard of it. What is it? Uh, it's an older movie. I just literally I learned about that, but it was on HBO Max. Um, I saw it on. It is called Constantine: City of Demons, and it's an animated movie. Yay! Oh, DC God. animated. DC animated. DC Got animated. It. Um, I think it's DC, right? I think that he lives in the world of DC. I have no idea. I just saw. I just know the Keanu Reeves movie. I'm pretty sure he does nothing. live in the world of DC. I know it's a comic book, but I don't know if it's by DC or something else. Yeah, I mean, it could be a Marvel one, but I don't know. That's no, a good question. So. I should look that up. Basically, Anyways, nothing. Um, besides that, I, uh, uh, I'm watching it, and uh, this is uh, obviously starring uh, Constantine. No, um, Matt Ryan, who plays the voice of Constantine, Laura Bailey, who plays a uh, healer. Um, healer, yeah, he plays a healer, yeah. Uh, and then other people, just, other yeah. people, Robin Atkins Downs, Rachel Kimsey. Anyways, um, I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, it's one of the it's just a story. It's just like an hour and a half movie. Um, it's uh, it's a story of literally uh, just something that Constantine has to deal with. Um, and it's uh, how he has to. So we already know who he is. He's already an established character. Um. It's not the best I've seen, but it's also, uh, what's it called? It was also a fun watch. It was cool, demonic stuff. It was very, very adult. Um, and that's what I liked about it. It was very adult. Yeah, yeah. 
because um, I think you you cannot have this being rated R. Like if you don't have this rated R, you're you're a big dummy. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, um, I'm sold on that alone. Yeah. So I love the animated movies, especially for when it comes to like stuff like this. For um, I think they I think they just have more. You just, you just have more to work with. You can you know, do more things. I realize that American anime will never hold a candle to international, no, really ever. Uh-huh. But they've been stepping up lately over the last five to ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Yep. Um, that's good. So that's I it. can't wait to catch it up. That's on HBO Max, Constantine City of Demons. Yeah, but it's an older movie, right? Yeah, it's apparently it? older. How many, like, years and years? 2018, 2018. Oh, okay, so not so long. The year before the year, it all went to shit. <laughs> Got it. Right. That's the what we we'll call the past. That's what we we'll call the past from now on. Um, anyway, uh, I saw two movies. Uh, regular, not by regular. I mean like live action movies. One of them is called Concrete Cowboy. Have you heard of it? I have, and I wanted to watch it. It is a DC movie, by the way. Anyways, continue. Oh, good. Cool. It is a DC movie. Okay. Concrete Cowboy uh, plot description is uh, sent to live with his estranged father for the summer. A rebellious teen finds kinship. In a tight knit Philadelphia community of black cowboys. That's right. That's um, uh, Idris Will's, Elba. Stars. Idris Elba. Is it also a Will Smith's kid? Uh, Caleb McLaughlin. Mm, that's who that is. The main kid. Okay. And his best friend, who's the other age appropriate for uh-huh. any kid, any uh, Hollywood actor's kid, is Jarrell Jerome. So mm. I don't think. No. Unless they change the names, which is possible. Anyway, based on the book. Called, uh, I think, Ghetto Cowboy. And this is like a, yeah, this is like a, mo- it has a very, um, it gave me the feeling, it's nothing like this at all, Roth, but it's not like an adventure. Uh-huh. But it gave me the same little feel of like a modern cowboyism as uh, Cowboy Bebop. You know, that episode especially where Spike goes against, not goes against, but has his competition with another bounty hunter that literally sure. uses a horse. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's right. Oh, Caleb, right. this is the guy from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the kid from Stranger Things. That's right. Correct. That's yep. right. That's right. The one that's dating the the redhead. Correct. Correct. That's yes. all I know from what I remember. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that, that's what this show kind of a uh, movie. Sorry, reminded me of, and uh, it is a good movie. I do recommend it. It is pretty much straight up drama. Nothing like um, some mystery necessarily, or it had a lot of crime in, in in it, and especially in the background, and sometimes in the foreground. But also not about that. It's really about this kid. It is, um, it is a combination of uh, fish out of water and um, what do you call that when um, awakening? Not awakening. It's called something. We call it something. Awakening? No, not awakening. It's when <laughs> sounds, um, sounds like an anime movie. No, no, like, no. You know my, uh, the movie. My abilities have awakened. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no. Where well, the movie's about like uh, growing up. Uh, What's it called? Uh, coming of age. Coming of age. Thank you. It is. Yeah. It's called. It's a common a coming of age and, and a fish out of water yeah, combination. I feel like, I feel and like there's a, a lot of them. Over. There's a lot of them for sure. So, um, what makes uh, does it, does it make it unique than others formulaically? No, it does not. It follows very it's kind of the same thing. He has a third act structure that he realizes things that he should have noticed in the second and the first act, of course. So yeah, that's common. But it's, it is still a very good movie. Um, not to say that, not to detract anything. Idris Elba is good. I kind of wish, um, kind of wish he got a little more, not screen time necessarily, but more of him. I kind of wish I got, I knew the man more than what we got, like, which is a good thing, I guess. Made me want, made me want more of him, but, and there's a cool little thing about like, even the, the black cop that's kind of like assigned to that area. Uh He like assigned to this Philadelphia neighborhood where these guys have like 
literally they have horses. They take care of them. One horse, though, Idris Elba's uh, horse lives with him at home inside of a real house in a city. It's just very strange. Ju- I, you know, juxtaposing all these image- these things together. Um, anyway, the cop wears a fucking hat and a, I think is a six shooter. And it's 2020, you know, like in a city. And it's very strange, but very cool. And it does give this really cool aesthetic. And it kind of reminds me of the, you know, this is like, a, like you know, how they use, um, uh, especially inner cities, you know, or you think of that one season of The Wire where, um, you know, they, they use boxing, for example, as a means to get off the street. You know right. what I'm talking about? Like yeah. that one character that used to be a hood or yeah. got out of jail and he opens a boxing gym, right? And it's starts training sure. kids and helping them. He doesn't help all of them, obviously, but he helps some. And this is the same thing. It's like all these people came from the the potential future of shed or ODing on the streets or getting shot on the streets or doing God knows what else. Mm-hmm. And they commune together to work on this, on the, on the stables, you know. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun, enlightening, inspiring kind of movie. So watch it if you are interested in that stuff. It is pretty good. And Caleb McLaughlin is a solid actor in this movie. So check it out. It's on Netflix, by the way. It is a Netflix original. Yes. Yeah. Pulling up the other one. The other one I saw is a movie you saw already. I think you mentioned before is Wrath of Man. I did. Yes. What do you think? By Guy Ritchie, starring obviously Jason Statham, Holt, Holt McCallany. McCallany? That's his name. It's a cool name. Josh Hartnett. Um, That's right, Josh Hartman. Jeffrey yeah. Donovan, Burn Notice himself. Yes, yes, I like that show. Yeah, Scott Eastwood for some reason. Um, <laughs> for some reason. Dude, for some reason, bro. Yeah, yeah. The plot follows H, a cold and mysterious character working at a cash truck company responsible for moving hundreds of millions of dollars around Los Angeles each week, which is a lot of responsibilities on one company, by the way. Uh, I think... What did I think, Ralph? I think this movie is pretty good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it didn't leave me bored at all. You know, I didn't fall for the for the mystery of it, but like whatsoever. Like I knew it was something more. I knew no, he was so, fucking playing. But what, did you, but what did you think of that? But I liked it. Yeah, it was oh, cool. did you like it? Wasn't I it so like cool? It. Wasn't it so like yeah, like about time kind of thing? Like about yeah. time we see something like this. Yeah, I really liked that. I was like, this is kind of showing a little more, and it's also like maybe it might be his. Maybe his most serious work without it being like fantasy or based on some fucking old tale and shit. Because I know that. Uh, the movie he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because he usually has a lot of like, you know, he, he plays with dialogue, usually English dialogue, of course. But uh, he likes to fuck with dialogue and have, be creative with it to be funny. To make it, these cast of characters that say memorable or funny or both things, right? And uh-huh. this has really doesn't have that. And it doesn't really depend on it. Not that there isn't like stupid characters or like funny characters, but like they are really background to the Wrath of Man title that it imposes. And uh, Jason Statham, I think it does. I mean, he's solid as an action hero. That's what he is. He's a bad. He also he plays a good bad guy too. A bad does, guy with yeah. uh, something with a with a set of rules that he doesn't right. break. You know that shit. He's, that's up his alley. He can do uh, it in his sleep. It re- no, he really it was, can't. It wasn't I, I really challenging feel like, for him. But I really feel like he could roll out of bed and be like, I'm ready. Okay, yeah, yeah, nice. right. I mean, like, it's not a challenging movie for him whatsoever, but no, it was yeah. still fun to watch, just like, yeah. you know, an F9 movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I really liked it. I liked the mystery. I just didn't know the details and find the details out. I'm like, fuck yeah, get that fucking wrath, bro. Um, and obviously, I didn't, 
I didn't know how it was all going to turn out, but man, it really does go dark because I think very, yeah. very, very few people make it out in this movie. Yeah, that yeah. Way. And uh, but I did nail who the traitor was from the get go. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. The red herring was clearly Josh Hartner. That's all I'm saying. Oh, of course. I mean, how, dude, if that wasn't a red herring, I don't know what is. But uh, I, I remember watching the movie. I was thinking, like, man, what a what a turn of Hollywoodian events that uh, Josh Hartnett, who began not began his career this way, but like you know the the hot and heavy streak of Josh Hartnett's this um, was that he was the action hero, he was the redeemer, he was the redemption, he was the justice seeker, and now he's relegated to the second status red herring, kind of a like. Um, Almost tertiary. A shitty character. I mean, yeah. tertiary, yes, also. Yeah. Like, it's now that he's he's like this. And he, I, I'm not saying he's younger or older than Jason Statham, but I'm pretty sure he's younger. Um, it's just so weird, his his career. Yeah. It's weird. I agree. Because he, he's agree. definitely downplayed. Like, he's made fun of in this movie and without a shame to it. Like, things like that. Like, he isn't out for revenge. It's Statham, bro. Um, so, yeah, it's just, I found that kind of weird because I remember growing up watching him being the hero. Um, okay, so that's it on Wrath of Man. That's what we've been watching, recent discoveries. So we're going to take a little break and we come back. We will review. It should be old, but we're going to review Space Jam first. Okay. Um, Space Jam, A New Legacy. So, you know, I know you heard of it. So just watch it and then find out what we think. Basketball campus next weekend. You got amazing potential on the court, and I can help you get there. That's not what I want, Dad. You never let me do what I want to do. You never let me just do me. Hold up. Wrong floor. I bet Will Smith ain't got to deal with this. Dad! Down! What in the Matrix hell? Welcome to the space. The space. The space. Welcome, the King James. I am the space. of this domain. This is the space. What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. <laughs> A rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of a famed basketball player, LeBron James, who wow. then has to work with Bugs Bunny to win a basketball game. <laughs> this is Space Jam, a new legacy. Hmm. So it is. So it is. So it is. I totally forgot I had to read this, and then I was like, why is there a pause? Why aren't you saying anything? Um, this movie... Uh, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, written by too many people for me to say, and starring LeBron James, Don Cheadle, Cedric Joe, Chris Davis, uh, Sonika Martin-Green, um, or Sonequa, sorry, my apologies. Excuse me. And then um, other basketball players who are themselves, like uh, Sue Bird, Anthony Davis. But also not really. Who are themselves. Well, right, also not really, exactly. Um, space player? Yeah. Yay? Yay? Um, is it a yay? I don't know. Well, I guess uh, I'll go first. Yeah, know. it's your pick. Yeah, sure. It's my pick. Um, let's see. I'm still indifferent where the where I fall in the movie. Overall, I fall where too many more things bothered me than things that I liked in it. Um, so I guess I'm 
leaning more towards, I guess I didn't like it as much as I thought I would have. But at the same time, I had very low expectations for the movie. Mm. Um, that being said, I mean, I felt like the movie progressed kind of quickly. I didn't feel like it took too long, even though it's shy of two hours. Um, I just still felt like it was... Um, I still felt like the movie was just kind of like running through stuff um, until until it hits a little bit of a break, and then you know, and then we get to where we need to get to um, in the movie without spoiling anything, of course. Uh, I like some of the stuff that's going on. Obviously, you're, you're you mean, they they don't pussyfoot around the fact that you know this has been done before. Um, who LeBron James is and what stuff like that. I do just feel like um, a lot of the stuff was just like too. Like for plot wise, just that the it was just felt too like I didn't even feel like those characters would act that way normally, you know. Like I guess maybe because we know more about how LeBron James is, um, mm-hmm. that the fact that in comparison to when, and I hate to compare it to the original, compared to when like Michael Jordan did his, um, you didn't really know who he was unless if you read interviews about him. And even then, what are you going to know if you're not the person's not talking about it all the time? You know. These people are constantly in social media talking and stuff like that, and you kind of know a lot. They, they wear their emotions on their sleeves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you felt like, yeah, some of it is him, but some of it isn't. It just didn't feel as authentic, as, I guess, as, as he would have been. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, I like a lot of stuff that went on with the animation stuff. I love the world overall. And I even like the game that was going on, because it was different than the regular basketball game. I just wish it was actually, like, I, you already had two hours in the movie. You probably could have done a better job of explaining the rules, some of the rules or some of the stuff like that. But besides that, um, my son had fun with it. That's what, what mattered when I was watching. A kid watched it. I've heard other reviews from other kids who just like love the movie. Um, yeah, that works. I hope. So like, I guess it's working for that audience, you know? Um, which which makes sense. They'll watch anything. They really will. No, it's I disgusting. Mean, it's, disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, no kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I said, um, I do like aspects of it. I don't want to be negative towards the whole movie. Um, that's my job. Yeah. That's <laughs> so. Uh, besides that, I guess I left the movie. I just I just left the movie going. Eh. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, eh, okay, like. I figured it was going to be around this, you know, kind of like, like this, this essentially. Right, right. And I was like, yeah. So that's uh, that's my quick mini little review. Cool. What do you think, Oscar? So what was I your th- impressions? My first bigger impression was had nothing to do with either Space Jam as a franchise, Looney Tunes as a brand, or uh-huh. an old, uh, what, 70-year-old characters, right? Yeah, they're old as fuck. They're old as fuck. I mean, they've gone through a lot of racism and a lot of things. Yeah, they went through a lot for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or even the basketball angle, the celebrity of real life literally clashing with drawn legends. Um, right. yeah, yeah. What struck me first was the shameless plugging of Warner Brothers. <laughs> I mean, this was like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, this yeah, felt like a gigantic shameless. trailer for all things Warner Brothers. Uh, you know what? And I, I didn't mind it overall because I like the world. And that's the part of where I like the world. Because I thought I was like, I mean, it was a shameless plug for Warner Brothers. Every, but, there was like a lot of it, though. No, it was a lot of it. And I was just like, Jesus, Warner Brothers, what don't you own? It was kind of like one of those. those like, right, which is, okay, okay, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're, we're, we're in a post-Trump era now. 
Yeah. Like, this is good for morale now. Like, this is all par for the course. It is no longer seen. I'm, I'm not saying it isn't seen this way because I'm literally saying it, that it, I do see it this way. But I'm saying it, people, people can now acknowledge a shameless plug as completely shameless and fucking lack of any insight or just like indifferent to, you know, the not morality, but indifferent to the, I don't know, the ethical value of the story that their movie is about, you know, sure. like people will say it's that. And overlook it in the same sentence. And like, because they're like, that's cool. They're, they're fucking flexing and they're fine with it. And I feel like we're in this era now where that's okay. Uh, Cause Disney plus does it or Disney, Disney and sorry, just Disney. They do it all the time. Other people do it all the time. We're in a post Trump era. Trump did it all the time. And we all just got used to it. It is clearly an after it's a clearly it's a, it must be some sort of like side effect to all the crazy yeah. shit this country has done been in, you know, and this is how we're reacting. This is like, you know, how, like, you know, like if you're a kid and your parents divorce, you suddenly start like hating the color yellow. And you don't know why. Like, it's like sure. that. This is a side effect of that, you know, <laughs> like, um, and that's how I feel about it. Cause I also feel like it, it was, it was cool watching game of Thrones and matrix world. Um, and, and other stuff. Uh, yeah, not to mention Looney Tunes. Um, all things I grew up with, all things I recognize completely, and uh, but it's still pretty shameless plugging, and it did detract from the movie, <laughs> from the movie completely. And a lot of that time was clearly just time filler, just to show cool things and then move on. But none of the cool things related whatsoever to the story, the world building, the character, anything, anything. Uh, not even the world building itself, because it was you know it's it's cyber world, it's made up. And uh, yeah. they didn't do a great job of whatever. So whatever. Anyway, so um, besides that, I thought the movie was just okay. The, um, as far as sequels go, I've seen worse, but I've also seen way better. You know, and um, you know, I would say just from this year alone, Kong, the King Kong Godzilla thing, better. Mm-hmm. Not much better, mind you, because that fucking fucking a lot of plot holes there, a lot of bad stuff. Twenty minutes of that movie, completely terrible, at least. Or I think a Mortal Kombat, also better, even though it had the worst lead character ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's still better than Space Jam, but I've still seen worse. Um, and yeah, I mean, as far as like his charm and stuff, I think it's overall there. Again, I have no connection to this celebrity, as we just described in the opening. Yeah, we did it. Um, so I I don't know if you were talking about like how he's really like and all that. Like I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know he like he brands himself of like you know they had that thing in the beginning where he has the co moment with his coach. He's like, "You're the best coach. You're the best player I've ever coached before." You know, you got to work hard on it though. You got to put the effort in, right? Yeah, kind of yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I, when he's selling that to his kids, he's also. I mean, he wouldn't. He's also a bad he, actor because he's a basketball player, right? Well, <laughs> he wouldn't also do that to like. He wouldn't this, you know, it, it wouldn't be the dismissive part of like giving it to his kid, like not the attention of him clearly not wanting to play basketball. You know, like that was yeah. just like so bad. Like, yeah, yeah, it was very, very 90s trite bullshit. Very 90s trite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yep, saw that 100%. I knew the game that the son was playing about was coming on pack. I even saw the foreshadowing about the stupid thing there in the game and. 
Yeah, it was uh, whatever. Well, Don Cheadle, though, I want to talk about him a little bit and say that um, it's cool seeing Don Cheadle as a bad guy, even though he's the most wholesome bad guy in the most wholesome movie ever for children. Um, it's cool because Don Cheadle is always a chafe, a chafe, a, ch- uh, a safe choice. Choice, yeah. For um, lead actor, hero type, or even supporting actor, hero type. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he's never played the bad I mean, out of sight. Actually, you know what? Now I think about it, Steven Soderbergh likes using him as a bad guy. Um, yeah, because I think he's like, you're too nice. We're going to use you you're as a bad nice. guy. You're too nice. You're going to play this boxer <laughs> that fucks people up. Like, oh, shit. Right. You know, and out of sight. Or you're, you're going to play this robber that has like a book and book of secrets on the right. mob. Like, what the fuck? He's going to be like, yes, thank you, sir. Stop saying thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank right. you. I'm Don Cheadle. Stop saying that. Right. Um, <laughs> Right. Anyway, because yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are my thoughts on the movie. Um, I almost feel like I almost spoiled the movie by accident, so I hope we don't. I hope I didn't do that. Um, anything else you want to mention or talk about before spoilers? Before spoilers, um, I don't know. I just thought like, okay, there's a lot of like things going on and like, just a lot of the plot issues in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, but just like, <laughs> but that's just like stuff that just bothers me because like you guys are pushing, push, been pushing for this movie for a while and you think like, come on, like you're not going to give it, I don't know, just don't depend that. The, I mean, obviously they just let it rely on the fact that they have these characters and they're just going to go with it. So, right. I mean, they're, I mean, obviously they will, I don't want to say never. Right, but they will most likely never be Disney. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they're as known as them, and yeah. that's not nothing. No, and that's it's actually very I, it. Did feel very much like that. Right? It did feel like again, shameless plug. But like, no, yeah. shameless. Yeah, no, I mean, it did feel like. Um, hey, we're not. You're. Uh, there's other people who uh, who own stuff around here, guys. Don't you forget it. Right. Um, I know that has. I know there was like other littler movies that are also big movies like Twister and stuff in there. But like just the three major properties from Matrix, Game of Thrones, and Looney Tunes, every eyeball on the planet has seen a combination of all three. Yeah, but you know okay. what? Even even showing something as simple as Twister, it's still. I think that's still like a culturally big movie. You know, oh, like, I know. That's why I mentioned Twister because it's still a big ass movie, but obviously pales to the other three, and. um like, there's a lot of people, especially Gen Z's, don't know, Twister. Yeah. Oh, Gen no, Z's no. know The Matrix, they come fucking quote all the time. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they may not know Game of Thrones, but they still grew up with Lundins, you know? Like, it's sick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, I would say, yeah, that's a, I guess that's a cool, powerful thing. Kind of weird thing, although. Because um, if the movie was about Warner Brothers succeeding in a world of Disney, that's a cool, that, 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 that makes sense, and I want this in the movie. But, like, <laughs> But I don't know. You know, it's not about that. So anyway, let's get into spoilers for Space Jam uh, New Legacy starting right now. Can't a lady check her Twitter? Abuela, let's do this. (laughs) What's happening, bro? What did I miss? Hey, Granny. Speedy. 
Okay, so what do you want to talk about first? I mean, what do you think about the the implications that this movie like did a huge sci-fi thing to the world, where it brought in people from the outside world into this simul virtual world of? I like how this thing knows everything, but it doesn't have the technology that the LeBron James kid has. Well, that's great. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. No, right. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, I also like how it has all this information, knowledge, power, and flexing muscle. And, okay, it has all this stuff mm-hmm. to do that it can do, and it's butthurt that one human did not agree with it. Right. Like, that's it. No, no, uh, no chance for, like, it was perfect the first time, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, the guy was so annoyed. It was so. He created this whole thing Uh based on nothing. It's it's like if someone cuts you off in the highway and you get so angry that you chase that away, that was unhinged already. That was already a movie. Um, Anyway, it's a terrible thing. Um, And so many other things. It's like, why hasn't this um, sentience, Don Cheadle, Mm -hmm. why hasn't he gone Skynet yet? Right. Right. How do you not go sky? Why is he working for Hollywood? Why does he care? If he can just really go off script the way he does in this movie, why does he care to begin? Why is he in that job? Why I don't understand why is this important to him. He has every, he has all this power. What kind of power does he imagine LeBron James would offer if they work both together so well? Like, like I don't. I guess I don't get that. You know, I don't get the importance of what why he wanted his approval in the beginning. I, I don't know. Also, that's another thing. The movie took a little while longer than I thought to actually get going. Um, I don't know why, but it felt long. Maybe it wasn't, but it, yeah. felt, it felt longer than traditional 20 minutes or whatever. So Yeah, yeah I, I can see. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but the world of the basketball, the basketball game, the game itself, what do you think? So like, I thought so I thought it was cool that they made it in arcade style. Like, I actually love arcade style stuff Like when it comes hmm. to games and things of that nature. Style um, points? Style points. I thought it was a cool thing. I just feel like they were explaining it to us with like, you know, doing a, doing an okay job of like, all right, we're obviously going to play like this, you know, um, while show us the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once he showed it to us, I was like, I guess that I just felt like once the game was actually implemented in that way, nothing was explained to like, well, you have these abilities, but no, but what, but nobody has, but how does those things work? It's just like there's a lot of stuff going on that and I'm not saying I needed a hell of an explanation on everything. It just felt like everything was made up and it was just like convenient for whatever they wanted it to be. And I was like, Well, that's stupid. Like it just makes now it's just now it's just like it just feels like it's what's the what's even the point? And the gate the movie does a good the movie does a job. I don't know if it's a good job, but does does <laughs> put job. the effort of um of saying like, Well, for even for LeBron, like what's the point? If how do they just score 300 points and we're at you know two or whatever because what what is it what are the difference right you know like why why are we getting more or whatever how, how do you what do you what are the points based off of you know and that's the and i'm not saying that he needed to know the points it's just like it's more like he needed to know like what's what are you able to do here and that was the reality of the situation like you just kind of like got left there behind and then Obviously, the Looney Tunes being the Looney Tunes did their own thing and just, you know, let it ride however they wanted to do it, which mm-hmm. was cool, letting them be them. 
Yeah. Um, that was probably the cool part of the whole thing. But it was just like, it just felt like a lot of plot stuff going on that was just dumb. How, like, the kid never sees that, you know, <laughs> that obviously this guy's just using him. Um, he doesn't want to listen to anybody else and stuff like that. How LeBron just is, like, hoodwinked into even just being there to begin with. Like, I don't know, just a lot of little, little issues. And obviously, you already brought up the fact that Don Cheadle let one guy who's unknown to him get to him. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> makes no sense. Doesn't make any like, sense. No, I mean at that point, feelings, really. at that point, right? Exactly. At that point, how have you not got Skynet? Like, just think it makes no sense. Yeah, why not go Skynet in retaliation? Fuck this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's right. Like you bring the whole world into him too, and just do whatever you want with them. Like that's crazy. Honestly, based on that, based on all his behavior, his emotional, passionate, instinctual, shitty behavior, Don Cheadle should just like after he lost. Should have just still like kept everyone there. Yep. What are they gonna do? They can't do anything. Right. Everyone is at your mercy no matter what. You you beat the king in chess, he's still the king after, you know, like Yeah. You know. Um, oh, I also had one big problem with the movie. And this is something that even I'm not used to because I don't really watch basketball. And I do mm-hmm. know I just happen to know a lot about I listen to sports podcasts and stuff like that. So like I do know stuff that goes on with them, you know, when they talk about when LeBron plays, especially when he gets the finals, his championships. I watch big games and stuff like that. You know, I'll pay attention to things like that. But so when they keep calling him King James or King, it bothered me to all all hell. Like it bothered me every time. And I was like, I get that's his like nickname or that's like his like uh, you know what's it called uh, Air Mike or whatever Air Jordan, you know, um, and stuff like that. But like, I just. I don't know. It just it just bothered me. Like I was like, no one calls him that. Like, I know that's his label. His label is a king with his initials, L and J, LeBron James, and it makes it, and it makes a crown sign. Okay, I get oh, that. Okay. If in case if you didn't see it on his shirt and everywhere else, I mean, I didn't pay attention. No. Yeah, well, that's his. That's his. That's sure, his I had no idea. This is all new to me. No, you doing wrong. The, the movie did shit. tell me, but I didn't know it was based on some. No, no, it's, it's actual. It's his actual brand, right? And. um so like I get that, and it's in the shape of a crown representing that he's a king. Like I I get that, but I'm like, do we 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 just why not just call him LeBron? No one calls him king. Like I don't think anyone actually calls him king. You know what I'm saying? Like they sure about that kid in that was famous from the vines and just say <laughs> LeBron yeah. James. Like, anyways, that's that was my thing. So it bothered me because they said it way. Too, Don Gilles said it way too many times. Uh, he did, and it did feel weird. I guess again, maybe I sure picked that up that it was probably some sort of real life Easter egg connection that I I just didn't get. Yeah, um, but I didn't. I did not pick it up because I, I don't think I cared either. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also um, felt like yeah. Uh, the other thing is, you ask uh, so Martin Green to be the mob and to be in a role, and you use her absolutely nothing. Right. Yeah. Why even yeah. ask her to be that role? You could have asked fucking girl A off the street, paid her money. It's just like I don't know. No I idea. A, I think works. she's a really great actress. So I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea how, why anyone does any of this. All I know is that when an actor, they usually like does a, I don't want to say a performance beneath them, mm-hmm. but it feels beneath them. I'm just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I mean, there's many op- many reasons why that could be. Many surprisingly amount of reasons. One is that they don't know what the movie's going to look like until a year after they've acted in it, so they have no idea how great or not great it's going to be. 
granted, yeah. this one doesn't look like based on the lines. And I don't know how many scenes they cut of hers. Or maybe she had her. Who knows? Yeah. Um, right? That could be many reasons right there. Um, maybe he showed a favor. Or maybe this is a favor paid back to her. Like, hey, I have this small role. Pays like $2 million one sitting. Could be. Yeah. Done. Get paid, right. bro. I, I think it's her first movie, actually. So, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, or her you know, first you know, like, really, really big movie. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to get paid? You want to fucking have a house? Do a Space Jam movie. Yeah. Just do it two months of your life, and you don't have to do too much. I just I, I've yeah. seen her in like a lot of her roles. Um, I've seen her in the Star Trek Discovery. You know, I've seen her in um, the Walking Dead series. Um, I've seen her in uh, The Good Wife. You know, um, so I've seen her in stuff, and I've I've liked her in all those roles. So mm-hmm. like I've you know I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I get it. Um, so it's all weird. It felt really, really kind of weird. So what? One one thing I did not like. Um, about this movie mm-hmm. is um, well, I was you know, kind of like what you were saying about the actual game and the rules not either being clear or being broken. Is that it felt like a like a cheesy fantasy series or a cheesy fantasy or sci fi even book or yeah. movie where um they seemingly make up the rules to fit whatever they want to do. You know, like, ah, oh, but you didn't know that, you know, yes, by adding yeah. the, like, it's like, you know, bad animes also do this. It's not like we're the only ones that do no, this. No, of course. Like, there are a lot of bad, anim- even great ones that do it at the wrong time. Like, shit, that sucks. But like, you know, they fuck it up. They'll say, like, they reveal something stupid and out of the blue just to fit the, the tension that they want. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Now, this one did it too and did it way worse because I didn't feel any of the tension also. Uh-huh. But like, damn. Uh, that kind of stuff I didn't like so much. Um, yeah. It didn't make any sense. Um, nothing. Nothing made sense. I had two um, other points earlier, and I am hmm, struggling to remember them. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna bring up something. Okay, go ahead. Um, what's his name? Uh, all I know is that Chris Davis, who plays Malik, who plays the basically the guy who is his right-hand man, right? Who follows him everywhere and, like, does whatever for LeBron James mm-hmm. um, was nowhere near a Wayne Knight in compared to uh, for for Michael Jordan because they're basically the same character and uh, I was like I'm just missing missing Newman because I'm always missing Newman was he in the original I don't remember that Wayne Knight yeah, yeah. Wayne is great yeah um, Wayne Knight is a golf kid, the guy who plays is a caddy for him or he was like. The, the guy who's trying to get him to do like a movie the whole time or whatever, or who you knows? He was the man, the his go-to man when he went to the to, to the Sox, remember? And he was like, "Oh, we'll do anything for you. I'll, I'll take you everywhere. I'll drive you everywhere." I'll do this oh yes, that's right. I can't believe how how much they copy pasted. Then they even have that little detail there. They do, yeah. It was kind of annoying because I was like, paste. I was I like, at first thing. I was like, "Oh, we don't have like we don't have that character. That's cool, not a big deal." But this guy is playing that character. Oh, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And it's just like, I also felt like stealing the abilities from the, to the from the, um, the what's it called? The basketball players. Um, cool that they included um, females, right? Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. Which makes sense, because I'm like, they have ability too. It makes no sense. But I just felt like, okay, we're going to make them a twist on our own thing, right? Which was uh, adding the animal DNA or whatever. Yeah, the kid does. I thought that was cool, but at the same time, I also felt like you did them a disservice. I feel like in the first movie, it's like honoring them. 
You know, like, it felt like... Uh, it did, I remember feeling that, too, in the original. I, I, yeah, I felt it. And I've seen the original maybe, like, a year ago. During COVID. During the... the, the so, 2020. Sometime in 2020. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw Space Jam. Um, so, maybe a year, a year at most. A year and a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember, like, it still felt like they picked these players because they're the best. And... You know, it sucks because they lose their ability, but it's like honoring them because they're the best. They got their ability stolen, and, you know, they only had the second best, which, or since he wasn't a player, that's why they didn't choose Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know? well, also, well, the crucial difference also there from the original is yeah. that the Looney Tunes are in trouble. This is different. This is different, yeah, exactly. This they are technically in trouble in here, but yeah. only until then. They add in the trouble based they add on in the LeBron trouble. James, right, exactly. so it's not right. the same thing. No, it's you not know, the same It feels thing, different. No, no, no. It's not like, exactly. it's the tunes that need help. This other yeah. world we did not know was real. Right, no exactly. Way. Also, um, what made that cool. I never thought I I wanted to, I never thought I needed to say this, um, but we do not need Porky Pig rapping. Oh my god, that was so bad. That felt very nighty. Uh, yeah, that that right just felt so left. It wasn't even that good. I, I'm sorry. Well, it felt it felt bad, like nighties, because it was like you know, like right, oh, like right, like right, you know, like right, but, the Christian rappers or whatever. But they're so old. Like, why would you go to rap when you could have done anything else? Because they're so old. Like you said, they're seventy years old. Like, why did you why did you go to rap? Yeah, like, I just don't I get it. it. Yeah, it was it was silly. I like the grandma intro though. That was cool. I like the grandma. Mm. Um, yep. I want to mention something is that, uh, but that those are that's a very good point though. Definitely don't want to forget that. Um, what I thought they were gonna do that I feel was way better. Well, was was gonna be better is that this they spend this whole the when they're collecting the team, they have mm. twenty four hours or whatever, and they're collecting the team. And LeBron's clearly not getting the players he wants, but he does like finagle supposedly an agreement with Bugs Bunny that. Um, he can. This is a strange sentence for me to say, but um, <laughs> he makes an agreement with Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Um, that you know he he calls he calls the plays and stuff because he's won champions before, right? He's a king, whatever. So like he knows how to win, yeah. right? And that fundamentals. Fundamentals. That's right. Thank you. I was thinking. I was like, there was something in there. Um, so what I thought they were gonna do that would have been really cool and better for the sun for the sun's eventual turn, I guess realization um, is that not the first half of the game, mind you, not the whole thing, but like for the first like I don't know, not quarter either, just like the first few moments or the first few plays of the game, like their fundamentals are winning and they make two points every time, three points here. Like he actually does good plays and it shows like this great fucking more of a classic way of basketball game of winners sure. should go and that they get turned around immediately after it's like, Oh, it's all a faint because it's a style base and they, they, they score once and it's 300 points. Yeah. You know, like that, that's, that's what they were going to do. And I felt that would have been a great progression to the insanity that happens later. Yeah. By insanity, I mean, by throwing out, I the feel like they camera. tried to do that. Yeah. And then they just backed out and I guess, went I don't through. know. Nah, if they tried, they would have done. <laughs> sure. It's all. That's another thing. Is that all this is on green screen? They're not. They're nowhere all the time. You can do right. whatever you want. Yeah, it's true. You know, they're not using the Disney. What do you call that? The revolving room. It's not called that. It's called something else. You know, they have that new, um, the new way of making 
Mandalorian no. was shot in this thing. You know about no, the new no, technology? No, they... no I sorry, heard. I don't want to speak too much because I don't remember the name of it, and I'm going to fuck right. things up. But uh, they, let me bring it's a new that. thing from green screen. Anyway, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, show me. Talk to me about that later. Yeah. But um, I will say something. Uh, since we are in spoilers and in an actual spoiler, I do like the cameo for Michael B. Jordan. Um. Oh yes, that, that was, was great. That I was did great. get a sense of like, did they really bring him for a cameo? Well, I was like. I was so I was like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Michael B. Jordan, right? That's what I said right away. When oh, I'm you like, did? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Michael B. Jordan, because there is fucking zero percent chance Michael Jordan is in this. And if they did get Michael Jordan, that motherfucker got paid way more than LeBron did. I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, what do you mean because he's that fucking psycho? Based on that, that fucking, based on that, like, right, exactly. Fucking the last, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't fucking touch this with the uh, right. Oh, the SNL. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, I, I am with you. You know, you know when they brought Michael B. Jordan, and you know, I'm not saying that it wasn't. It was good. It was a good gag, a good cameo. Yeah, well, was, actually, yeah. a very good cameo when you think about it. Um, my heart did sink a little, just a little bit, because it wasn't Michael Jordan. Right. But in the original Space Jam, yeah, Mike says the same thing, guys. You guys need your fundamentals, and then he tricks them about like, well, I'm doing great because I have this wall, you know, this this juice, right? He lies to them or whatever, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, which was just water. Mike's special juice. That's kind of coming back to me. Yeah, I'm telling and you, it's like a placebo thing. Yeah, it's a placebo. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But then he tells them, guys, it's just a placebo. Like, it's fucking water. You've been drinking water the whole time. Um, anyways, besides the point. But he does say like fundamentals is key. Like he says the same thing. Hmm. He's like fundamentals with championships. <laughs> it's just like so it's just like a lot of mirroring in the, in the movie. I didn't know that. I, that makes me dislike this movie, new one more. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, no, he no. doesn't. He doesn't make I mean, it like I want to like, see the old. He doesn't again. stress it. But he does say it. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, just just once is enough. And there, but there are little things that make the movie for me. For example, like just the Iron Giant being there, and a bunch of other things like yeah, that. Like all these characters being there. It was so that's them tugging those nostalgic. Of course it is, the, right? For the parents, of I, don't the kids you, I don't know if you. I don't know if you heard Daffy as the coach. He's like, let's use the triangle offense, right? Did you mm-hmm. did you hear him say that? Yeah, like vaguely. So, like, that's funny because that's an homage to Michael Jordan. That's what they played during the Bulls. They invented that, right? The triangle oh. offense, right? Okay, okay. So, so, like, he's like, fuck it. Let's just use that, right? It's worked before. <laughs> that's what. That's just funny. Like, the little things that you, if you know what, you, what they're saying or what they're referencing to, you're like, oh, shit, that's funny. Like, if you catch little things like that. And there's little moments mm-hmm. of those things, you know? Right, right. Um, that they do. Well, so. okay. <laughs> uh, there's one That's cameo that I did want. Funny there's good. one cameo that I did want that I was kind of hoping they would get. And that was Bill Murray. I but wanted Bill Murray so bad. Because I, I remember Bill know. Murray in the original. I wa- You know what? It would have been cool for him to be like the commentator. That would have been badass. No, that's too much work for him. him it would have been. Out. It would have been too much work for him. But no, he's in fuck you status now. But like, oh, I want him. Course, yeah, it's still he, he. He walks into movies whenever you know he, he does. Actor. Yeah. Um. So like, he's still he's still working when he wants. I know. Anyway, it would have been cool. He, he would have been a badass guy. I really was though. expecting him a little bit. But one other thing I want to say about the Michael B. Jordan cameo, uh, as good as that was, is that I, I did think that okay, maybe they couldn't get Michael because Warner Brothers is not Disney. <laughs> Warner Brothers is what? Not Disney. Not this, yeah. They can't afford to bring <laughs> can't him. Afford him. <laughs> they can't afford him. Can't I'm afford tell- this I'm, with I'm all their matrixes and all their zero, iron giants. Zero percent chance he's yeah. on that fucking thing. I was like, there's no way in fucking hell. 
Yeah. No way. No. I'll tell you. It's just Although the dice of the dice of destiny turns a little slightly different way, the reversal could have just been as as possible. Yeah. Looney Tunes could be a theme park in in Orlando right now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like if you know, just like a little bit, they were both hot around the same time. Yeah. Like, and uh, just it just that clearly Disney invested their money better. That's all. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. You know, um, it's just so interesting to think about. Nah, not, you know, I hate both of them because they own too much, honestly. But it's still cool. Well, yeah. Um, nostalgic stuff. I didn't like most of it, honestly. I liked it seeing it. Of course, I did. And uh, the, the the Night Walker, the White Walker, whatever in the background. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was um. <laughs> but uh, didn't do much for me because again, when they shamelessly try to do that to me, my nostalgicness. I'm like, I, that's not good. You're not winning brownie points with me. Uh, I'll still look at it. But I mean, they have the mask. Yeah. The mask. Oh, the mask that they had. I don't remember that. I guess I forgot. Yes. I'm sure it was. I'm, I'm sure you're right. I just don't remember. No, you're just like, what? This is so random. It's like the little things like that were like, hmm. that's kind of cool. And even then when he was picking his team, he's like, all right, I want the monkey. I want Kong, King Kong. You know, I want, yeah. I want this. And it made sense. He's like, I need a good, I need a good player for this. And it's funny because like all the, players Wonder Woman too. all the players he says, he's like, I want Superman, right? Yeah. He's like, all the players he says, they they're all in the audience and they show them like right away and you're like it's fucked up. <laughs> it feels like he could have gotten them right. right. It feels like he could have gotten them. It's just, you know, right. Bugs um, had a secret agenda. Yeah, I guess. Um, one final thing, I think, unless you have something else, because ending on this note might be fun. Do you have anything else? No, I don't really have anything. Um, is the sexualization of Lola funny? <laughs> You know what? I I was gonna bring yeah. that up, but I just yeah. Where are you now? But no, I you? was. I, I didn't want to though. But I just, well, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, there you are. You are. So, um, look, I'm not into furries. Not that that's a bad thing or a good thing or whatever, or even anti furries. Not into it. Okay, not my bag. Not that it's bad. Uh, but recently, and this is months before. I well, actually, a whole year I think before um, this movie came out. There was uh, Lola Bunny started appearing, right? Uh huh. So much that I couldn't avoid it. Okay, I look okay. up. I look up once, like after I saw B Stars last year or the year before, whenever it came out. Um, by the way, I binged the second season in two days. Um, and um, I looked it up. You know, not to read the manga or anything, but just to like when's the next one coming out, whatever news on it, because that's how I was a really good story. I liked it. And man, periphery Lola bunnies everywhere, you know. Right. And her, and then then the basketball uniform came out. I guess when the posters for this new one, the sure. Space Jam, and obviously in very compromising positions after that. And like, goddamn, the fucking internet's all over this fucking Lola bunny. Yeah. They love the athletic bunny. It's like Zootopia times twenty. Huh? Because Zootopia they're, had the same effect on people. Yeah, you know, she was really a cute do. little furry cop. You know, that's kind of hot for people. So like, and I get it, but like, damn, it was way worse than that, or way more. I mean, way more. So I, I just sh- it should be addressed. And if this is the first time you heard of that kind of thing, connection, um, if I'm shattering your childhood right now, well, don't worry, the internet did it for you. I'm just I'm just a messenger. But like, <laughs> uh-huh. okay. do not shoot me. But like, it should be known. And uh, you know what? I think if you go the rest of your life without ever seeing Lola Bunny in any compromising position based on the amount there is on the internet right now, uh-huh. I'd say that you're not living your life to the fullest. You should at least see it once. All right. Is that's, that right? That's how I end the show. This review, I mean, not the show. We have two more things to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Are you good with that, Rob? Is uh, that good enough? Or do you want to add something to that? No, no, no. Um, I guess no. I don't want to. I, I, I know what you. I know what you're saying. It's just, yeah. uh, it's just funny. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Just funny. At one point, I was like, ah, my childhood, averting my eyes. Yeah, sure. Nah, it's yeah. I hear you. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. That's you're, you're a funny guy. That's, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> 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 when people start saying it, that's, you're not. Right. Um, okay. Now we're going to end the review for Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, it was okay. It was meh. Um, we're going to take a little break here. When we come back, we'll review our second film, which is M. Night Shyamalan's latest film, yeah. Old. Viejo. I should learn more other ways to say old in the different languages. But until then, stay with us. No kids allowed on the beach? What? No. I'm not Oh no! Oh no! We never leave each other. Nothing separates us. Are we there yet? You said five minutes. Technically, it's been more than five minutes. Let's just all start slowing down. Wow. Do you believe I found this online? I guess it's not that secret a beach. What happened to her mom? I don't know. Her body has decomposed. How quickly can that happen? Seven years. But she just died. Wait, where are the kids? Trent! Kara! Come here! Hey, have you seen my children? Mom? I'm, I'm right here. A family on a tropical holiday discovers that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. This is Old by M. Nashamalan. He is the writer and director, sole writer and director, as well, like about auteurs. They do their own shit. I don't want to see like a paragraph of writers. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's based, but it on is a, based on a graphic novel. A gra- right, graphic novel called Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy. It's French, I don't know. And uh, by him and Frederick Peters. Uh, both of them, I guess, wrote the graphic novel together. And this is rare, though. M. Night does not usually. He does original work <laughs> most times, obviously, except for this time. Obviously, except for Avatar, The Last Airbender, which is should not be said. We but should, we should still not ex- be said, yeah. It, but it still exists. I actually think we do a good job of just avoiding it. Yeah. You, oh, you mean in general? Did I tell you? I've only slept like two big movies in my life, and that's one of them. Oh, really? What was the other one? Uh, Rain of Fire. Yeah, you and I did fucking did not like that movie. <laughs> no, we really didn't. We, really we both fucking like knocked it. out. And yeah. It's like, and it's like we had kids and we're working a lot either. We were just like, this movie sucks. So just go. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were like uh, teenagers or something. We were, young. like, we were youngins. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Every reason to be awake, and that movie did not provide it to us. Nope. And this one, <laughs> uh, the Airbender, I was working already when it came out. And I was excited for it, too. And it just woke up, and they were like, this movie's trash. I was like, was it? They're like, you slept the whole thing. I was like. They're like, you just did better than sleeping through it. And I was like, hey, thank you. 
Yeah. yeah. No, no, it did suck. All right. Anyway, this movie stars Gael Garcia Bernal. I love saying his name. I know you. Vicky Creeps, Rufus Sewell, Alex Wolf, Thomasin, Thomasin, Mackenzie, Thomasin, Thomasin, <laughs> Abby Lee. Fuck you. Caught up. Yeah, I was getting excited there. Nikki Amuka Bird, Ken Long, 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 Eliza Scanlon, and still a few others, but I think it's oh Aaron Pierre, Pierre. Um, uh, after that, then we get into kind of other actors that play different same characters. So anyway. This is old, and my first impressions, uh, as we usually do here. First impressions is that this is a very good, solid movie. I really enjoyed it. I really had fun with it. It was, um, as far as, like, horror, you know, especially with the next segment of this show. I mean, no, you know, it didn't provide it all that much to me. But you know what, though? Um very good horror concept that is both equal parts sci-fi and like horror, um, as well as you know, uh, M Night is pretty good in general at making good horror movies or good tension or high high tense movies. Uh, what do you call it? Thriller, thriller movies without the need of ever, you know, raising his rating to R. You know, like he's good at that, and uh, that's kind of rare though. Kind of rare to both do a good movie, a tense movie, I mean, a movie that makes you kind of like not unsee images and still be like more, more for general audiences, you know, kind of cool. So, yeah, I think he does it again here. I think he is, you know, coming back a little more as this genre director and um, has been for a little while. I've been enjoying his last few movies. Yeah, I really liked it. I, w- I would call this movie a Twilight Zone episode, but. But that goes a little, a little better than that, and I and I'm I'm, co- I'm connecting that to the third act, which we'll obviously get to later, mm. um, as to why it's a little more than that. Because a lot of people say like, oh, it's like a Twilight. This movie's like a Twilight Zone episode, and usually it's kind of like a, kind of like a dig, because the implication with that s- sentence is that, um, calling a movie a Twilight Zone episode, it's like one. Is that it's like saying like, well, the story is about as much as a Twilight Zone episode should be, because Twilight Zone did that for seasons. <laughs> Every episode was what this movie tries to be, you know, uh, multiple times. You know, that's what they kind of mean by that. It's almost like a dig when they compare mm-hmm. it to that. I'm comparing it in all the best ways possible, in the sense that it feels very like an original kind of fun time. Kind of like a, you know, uh, what do you call it? A personal, not personal story. It is personal, but I mean, um, enclosed story. Like it's happening in one little area, in one little. The only these people are affected. It's not worldwide. It's not implying all this other shit, um, right? And then on top of that, I feel it's also a little better than those implications, and I'll explain why later. But anyway, that's one of my thoughts on old, real quick. So, what's yours? Um, let's see. I. <sighs> Uh, I dug it overall. Um, mm-hmm. I dug the movie. I thought that was a cool premise. Um, what's it called? I thought it was overall. I mean, I thought it was a cool premise. I liked that that uh, how just a lot of the stuff worked. Um, we didn't need some of the stuff that happened, especially at the beginning of the movie. Even though the movie's really not that long, it's shy of two hours with credits, so really like an hour and a half almost. Um, 
and uh, I just felt like the movie. I do want to mirror a lot of things you said, but um, I just felt like the movie was called. Um, uh, it, it was it was like a cool like social experiment um, to watch like these people go in and uh, and what's it called and just obviously you know have the issue of uh, what what was it what was the time. Do you remember how much how fast they did? Oh, they said it was about a year every thirty minutes. So a year of their lives every thirty minutes. Right, a year of their right. lives every thirty minutes. Roughly. So watching that happen was kind of bonkers. Um but like it was just like I guess coming up to that math to doing that to seeing where they were was actually kind of cool. Um I guess that's where I was trying to get at. Sorry. And uh just seeing this whole like uh like just sorry my kids in the background uh, seeing these like how everyone would react how people just how you absorb things how things happen where everything happens and it's like it's cool to see like it's it's sci-fi but at the same time it felt very very much realistic in the sense if it were to be existent obviously I'm not saying it does but if it was to be existing like this and uh it makes sense, like, everything gets old, your mind, your everything, and not just certain things, and I thought that was really cool about it, and then overall, obviously, because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, there's a twist, because um, there cannot be a twist, um, I didn't think, I thought the twist was uh, fucked up, but in a good way, as in, like, I liked it, so, overall, I did enjoy the movie, um, I, I don't really want to spoil things, I'm kind of tiptoeing around stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I hate tiptoeing around things because, like, you want to talk about it, but you're like, "Damn, that that leads into this," and you're like, yeah. "Ah." Yeah. Uh, well, so. first of all, let's talk about some of the acting because this movie requires to um, have characters, and this is where I think the movie is not as great. Um, where they have these, uh, I'm not saying the actors are incapable of it; they totally are, especially um, the main two parents, right? Uh-huh. I mean, Vicky creeps. Uh, held her own against Daniel Day Lewis in The Phantom Threat. Didn't you see know. it. Oh man, you gotta see that. Anyway, and that's the only other movie I think I've seen her in. That's like our, actually it was a breakout movie in general. Um, and she killed it times ten in that movie. And I think she does kill it really well in this one too, as a kind of yeah, you know. Uh, and I likes focusing on on strange details of a character that he writes, and every character has different strange traits. Usually, not, not strange, unique, and, or, or like something they highlight to make them personable. And he does like doing that a lot. He always mm-hmm. writes it into his thing. And his mom has one, the dad has one involving his job about you knowing statistics and shit. Like it becomes like almost like a gimmick of themselves, which could be problematic. But in this case, I think it works overall. It doesn't work every single time. Uh, again, especially with the dad with the statistics stuff, I think it gets a little annoying sometimes or it feels forced. Um, Besides that, anyway, the personal stuff in the movie, uh, the you know, because a good a good horror movie, any great horror movie, no matter what it's, what it's about, if you can't relate to the characters or the victims or at least the or the or the killer even if, if, that, if that's the kind of movie or the monster, right? If you can't relate to any of it, nothing's gonna be horror for you. You're not gonna feel anything. Um, this movie, I think, tries a little too hard with that sometimes, but it does succeed because it, you know because it because at least and Lisa's trying and it does succeed as opposed to underdoing it. Um, it doesn't rely on anything really. Kind of relies on the world, the, the 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 beach that they're in, this whole beach having accelerating time so fast to everything it touches. It relies on that being the constant creepy thing, 
without any effort. Like the movie doesn't even have to try to be tense. You know, you just got to look at the effects on them. And that turns into personal traits and, and involvements of the characters. It's this movie. It's really, it's a great, perfect movie for him. Really. It's, um, it gives, it shoulders a lot of the weight in the plot and gives him more time to focus on other things he likes to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and at the same time, because they're always aging, always. And the markers right. of the movie, really, you you find out throughout the movie. This is not a spoiler. You find out that the markers of the movie is when um, the children grow up and they change actors. Yeah. They actually change actors to play those characters. Um, there's a few of them, not just one. And it happens. And it's like, those are the markers of the movie. That's when shit gets realer, you know? <laughs> realer, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Right. I'm quoting. No, no, no. Um, I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should never think back on that skit of them left. Um yeah, I think I think it's a really good self contained story. It's just a really fun story. Um again, not everything nails it and there are like I don't want to say tropes. I mean there's some of that. Uh there are archetypes. Mm-hmm. Like you know immediately what person's gonna fall through, what person's gonna not die first necessarily, although wow. it is a little cliche where that goes. Um, because the first person that dies is someone a little cliche, but, um, but like, you know who the bad guy is, so to speak. Not that there has to be a bad guy, but there has to be conflict within these group of people. And there's like, what, 12 people, most eight to t- eight to 12. And, um, yeah. And it's obvious what's that going to be. And it's obvious also a very M92, but also very obvious to a lot of movies in general that, um, you know, Certain characters will meet their end with these other certain characters in a uh-huh. in a final thing of drama, you know. Of course, but it does lead to very tender moments as well. So again, very strange movie to recommend because it follows very simple, basic stuff. Some of it doesn't always work, but ultimately it works out because of what it builds on after that. Um, so yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, what do you think of, uh, let's just mention this now, because I know we're going to probably mention it in spoilers too, but as uh, true as always, M. Night Shyamalan puts himself in, in his movie. Yeah, he does. What did you think of his involvement and then compared uh, to his other movies? Uh, I guess it was more of a bigger, it was a weird, I mean, I think the, the timing involvement is about the same as what he usually does, right? True. Like Minimal. Usually it's one scene. This is usually double. it's yeah correct. This is double, but it still was very small. Like uh, usually yeah. you get like expose or some you know something that helps push the story along or whatever the case is, or something as simple as like you know uh, you, you dropped your car keys, you know, uh, right. or whatever the case is. <clears throat> right. Just as a quick example, but I did feel like this one he was more involved, but it still felt like he was just. It was just a good amount. Like, I got him, and then I didn't, and then that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't need any more, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think I, I did, like, I know what you almost said about him being more involved with the plot, as opposed to being just a fucking character at a convenience store, right? Sure. As a, right? I, I think like the, he does influence the plot more, right? Yes, he is, yeah. He's definitely a player, to say. But, like I said, he's done it in other movies, too, where he has said something crucial to get the plot going. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So, I would say the a more egregious version would be Unbreakable. Yeah, right. That's where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> and also, and a, and a way worse version of that that's built from Unbreakable is uh, unfortunately the uh, Glass movie, um, because his, his his cameo is very cringy. 
It's so bad, actually. I don't even remember it, to be honest with you. Oh, well, Google you fucking be happy then. <laughs> I've only seen Glass once, though, but I like Unbreakable a lot. So oh, no, no, I, I actually really, stuff. really enjoy Glass, unlike most people. No, I, I like, enjoy Glass, too, that but what I'm saying is I've, that I've only seen bad. it once, though, and I really enjoyed Unbreakable, I'm saying, so I've seen mm-hmm. it multiple times. I yeah, just never got around sure. to seeing Glass again. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they showed it on uh, on HBO Max ahead of there for a while, I think last year, and that's where I started again. Um, so yeah, it still held up except for that scene. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so anyway, back to old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And obviously, the the main human element. I mean, there's so much human element in this movie; it's rife with it. I just said that, that the plot delivers all this potential human drama all in one day, and it's amazing how it does that. And it does it differently. Like the things they have to skip are the time it takes to heal from things, or the time it takes to understand something properly. Yeah, it just skips all of that in there, and in exchange for like this horrible idea huh. that you're not only going to die today, but you're going to see everything around you get older. Yeah, it's so weird and trippy. It is like... pretty trippy. It is pretty trippy, and uh, and I think we should get into spoilers. I want to talk about this one. Scene yeah, I think, I, yeah, it's children. a hard movie to not talk about spoilers. I mean. Yeah. The fact that you've pussyfooted around this long has been great. Yeah, yeah. No, I attempt to challenge myself to see how long I can do it. Um, yeah, I gave up at the beginning. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, did. did. So let's get to the spoilers for old, you old bastard, starting right now. We have to get the resort people before they leave. I think we will all have to leave this beach. Wait, why? They left already. What happened? We really don't know what happened. Well, I think this man had something to do with it. Man, if I was involved, why would I be standing around, bro? Damn. His nose is bleeding. I think he got that when she was trying to defend herself. I don't like this dynamic at all. Well, my nose has been bleeding for hours, man. I don't know why he's doing that. Charles, something's wrong with your mother. She's asking for you, honey. Well, we're all in this now. We are responsible for that woman. And I've got nothing against this man. I'm just doing what needs to be done. Hey, I'm not that old. Yeah, no, well, you just got older. You just got 33, bitch. That's a, it's a, it's a number. I was going to say it's divisible by 11, sure. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. And three, <laughs> and that's it, I think. Those two numbers. Correct. It's kind of rare, though. It's kind of rare. Usually anything divisible by 11 is divisible only by another number. Uh, except for 11. Except for 11. <laughs> that's a prime number, bitch. Um, okay. Yeah, but, uh, but 22 is divisible. Okay, this is dumb. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Um, the kids thing. The baby. The ba- the I saw baby. that coming. I saw that coming. When they were having that conversation, and at first I thought it was the sister, but like, no, 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 the sister's with the mother. Um, I was like, oh, no, they don't get, they don't understand any of it. They're not, they don't know what high school looks like, much less understand what puberty is. Right. I'm like, fuck. I saw that coming. I was like, that was a pretty cool part of the movie. I agree. Dealing with that and like the horrors of that and then having to immediately get over it. Because they have to. Because they're getting older. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. That was that was like my favorite little horror area of the movie. Like the straight, like from you know, from minute to minute this this time was pretty and it just it just it does so much. You could see the parents like I'm I'm a grandfather and like I can't process it and the kid dies. Yeah, because oh, obviously, I'm like Jesus. Well, why? How the kid died, though? Right? They don't reason. even have to show the bones. They have to show the clacking of the bones in the in the. That's oh, I know. That was no, but it was like the reason that they said the kid died was like, you're like, oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, it was. It was like yeah. I had no chance. No, no, no. you're like no. Yeah. Um, 
No, zero chance, yeah. Yeah. And those kids were kids, bro. They were kids. They yeah. were toddler. They were, what, first grade? Second grade, something? Not even? Um, damn. Uh, that was crazy. And also, like, at that point, because by that point, like, two or three characters had died. And by the way, the cliche I was talking about is that the black guy died first. Yeah. yeah um, that was a cliche. Oh, the girl thing. Well, the girl died before off screen, before the they got there. That doesn't count. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. That, by the rules of cinema, that does not count. The black guy died first, unfortunately. But there you go. And I really thought he was going to live or do something more, but um, that sucks. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, but the doctor, it's. I think it is funny, you know, the comparison, the idea of like the one that can heal them the most is their greatest enemy or yeah. the one that brings out the greatest horrors to them because of his um dementia that he starts getting alzheimer's whatever you want to call it and his brusque attitude in general multitude multiplied by the crazy decades he's you know skipping forward clearly did a number on him and that's why how, how i feel that's why he was like that by the end um it made sense to me anyway and uh what i did find amusing is that he was able to kill not only the black guy um who was younger when he killed them so to speak um, at least a couple decades old younger. Um, but when he was stabbing, uh, you know, Gal Garcia's uh, character, um, because he was still healing pretty. Fa- they all heal pretty fast. That's the one awesome thing about this. Well, time <laughs> about, goes by so fast. Is it right? That's what I'm saying. But you heal. I mean, I know it's like the one side effect that's kind of cool. You yes, you do heal. I mean, that tumor thing was badass, right? <sighs> yeah, the tumor thing was badass, but. Yes, you do heal from it, but the repercussions are still there. As in, like, for example, I don't know if you noticed this, when um, Galia Garcia Bernal's character gets older and he gets all the slashings on his arm, he can't really lift his arm up anymore later. Um, and you notice that, like, because he takes, like, 30, 10 slashes on you know? Yeah, like I think on his, yeah, several, on yeah. his arm, right? And they, yeah. they heal right away, so he feels a pain, but then it goes away because. That's it. It's over, right? Yeah, and the mother too was like talked about her back because she was stabbed in the back too. Because she was stabbed in the back, right? Yeah, like right, exactly. So there, there are the repercussions. Tendons, nerve endings were still damaged. Exactly, right, right. Right. That's where I was trying to get to, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, it just looks kind of cool. No, of course, dude. It looked cool as fuck. But uh, yeah, especially when they were doing the the tumor thing is the best part. Which it was literally like it's healing around my fingers, and you're like, oh, it's so weird. Oh, dude, I I was kind of, I was kind of, I was thinking of Ralph Wiggum when in that scene. (laughs) Ralph yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Ah, the scab is healing over my head. Like, yeah, I do remember. It's just so it's such a pull. It made me think of that. 100%, yeah, 100%. I'm like, oh, are we gonna see a horror version of this? I'm like, that's crazy. Um, because when they had to hold the, the wound open to get the tumor out, because it was it was just closing too fast. I'm like, damn, that's that's fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, the baby thing was fucking nuts, and and after that, it was really like a, a um, you know, just figuring out who I knew that the family was gonna. Let, be dead last. That's very common. And uh, and I played this movie pretty straight. And um, so before, uh, so I just wanted to figure out who was going to die, how first, and who second, and why, and how. Like as soon as the guy decided the nurse to swim out, I knew how he was going to die. I knew yeah, that the, the his his wife was going to die from seizures. And I was asking myself, why isn't she getting any seizures? You know. And uh, that's one thing, you know, how you, I think you complained or, or mentioned something about, like, you didn't like how how long the movie took to get to the beach. I keep saying island, beach. Yeah. Um, right? Is that, did, 
Did I hear that wrong? Or? Uh, well, I just felt like we got a lot of expose with the kids fighting and them being divorced and right. a lot of stuff like that. And I was like, I get you, there are characters. Yeah. But I also felt like we could have just not, we could have had that implied, which I already felt implied when they had it in a fight, you mm-hmm. know? And we mm-hmm. didn't have to keep pushing more towards that, yeah. you know? And I get why you did it, because you wanted to have main characters or whatever. Yeah, but well, like, also along the way, they kind of did set up a lot of things. No, and I get that, but that's fine to do yeah. it along the way. I just felt like we wasted time in, like, in the hotel when they are complaining. Uh, yeah, that was probably the one scene I would say that you're. I'm right with you. Yeah, yeah. It probably wasn't necessary. Or like a different version of that smaller scene would have been Sure, better. yeah. And then yeah. they also like have to air out their stuff when they're as they're getting older on the beach. But, I mean, that's whatever. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Um, yeah, but you nailed it in the movie theater about the, the note. The kid that the kid had given him, the, oh, yeah. the kid that works or lives there, I don't know. Yeah, at the resort. That, but those kids were smarter than I thought. So like, not the not the kids, like the kid who gave him the note. Um, but the kids were like thinking, like thinking outside the box. Like, what if we put ourselves in a tube, like a cylinder, like almost like a lead pipe, almost like, like a Faraday from, cage or something. Almost like yeah, almost like a Faraday cage, like or almost like hiding from Superman, putting yourself like in lead, like. Um, you know stuff like that. Like what if oh, yeah. you were to cover I, thought, I was thinking the same thing. I would definitely be trying things. I, I would be the asshole that I would try to come up though. When she dies though, man, she like she doesn't wake up. Like fuck. Yeah, I know. Because oh, she did make it way higher than I thought she would. But if you, uh, yeah. but if you noticed also, you know they got like that gigantic picnic basket of of uh, the of food was fine. Well, you know why, right? Because of the, the, I was thinking the same thing. The metal, the, the aluminum, yeah, whatever it is, it, it was, must be it was, it was shielding all, them from it, the. It was, all, the, it was all wrapped in aluminum and, per, and actually sealed and everything. Yeah. So it was it was shielded from the. I think all of that them. you could, probably could have saved one of the children while they were still children. Probably enough to wrap them. <laughs> but definitely not all of them, or no, two no, of them, no. you know. So and you have to have thought wasn't. of that ahead of time. Oh yeah, there's no way. Yeah. And that's not one thing I don't like about movies like this, and this one does it too, is that it takes a little, not a little, a little more than a little too long. Yeah, I agree. To realize what did you what the think about the flashing on. light on the hill? Oh, you thought you thought it meant something? What did you think of it? What did you think? I thought nothing. Just... I thought that it was just um, M. Night doing, oh, M. Night's character, right? That's what we find out it is. Yeah. Um, that um, he's done this before, probably too many times, he doesn't give a shit about flashing anything or like his reflectors of his binoculars or showing it to them, you know? Yeah. Um, it was possible that he was doing it to distract them. Right. So figuring too many things that's out. what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know if he was, but they mentioned nothing that would relate to maybe, I mean, if we go back and watch the movie and do we, tr- if they start talking about, uh, you know how the, the, the nurse guy comes up with a really great solution that I would have done. Honestly, if I was like that late in that day, you know, I would have done this. Is that um, if you slowly walk, you know, back where they came from, yeah, have give your body time to reacclimate to the time changing. Mm-hmm. You could have made it out without fainting and having the headaches. Um, I think that was probably the most viable option. I really, really, really thought that one of them was going to try that because I thought that was a kind of like a logical way to do it. Like no one was ever gonna thought the fucking reefs. No, know? I I agree, and it's funny because like you don't think about it, but uh, give up like twenty years of your life or die. Right. So I don't know. Right. Right. And and um, so, anyways, uh, maybe when he was talking about that, because mm-hmm. I think he mentioned it twice, maybe 
that was a little too close to home, so maybe that's when he distracted them with the lights. That could be a possible, like, you know, kind of like distract them from, from getting out of there. Sure. That could be a thing, but I really thought that he just didn't give a shit. <laughs> mm. What do you think? Do you think it was something else? No, I thought I thought it was just, like, uh, very... Uh, I thought it was, like, they were being watched, like, the whole time. And it was, like, very, like... Purposeful? Very brazen um, of him not caring about the lights. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which made sense later, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um... Dude, the, 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 the whole thing at the end, you know, after the whole horrifying thing about dealing with uh, the, 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 um, the doctor and then his wife, who was like, man, her fucking, that was insane. So, um, the dad. doctor, this is, I have an issue with this, this, this character, the doctor. You mean who lived a little longer than he should have? Yeah. 100%, yeah. Um, how old do you think he was walking in there? Oh, older. He should have, I don't know, I should have died like a I, saw, I I'm thinking this guy's already in his 50s. I, I thought he was older, the oldest one there after the, his mother. I think so too. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think he was already in his fifties, probably. Right, his mom's probably in her seventies or something, or sixties, whatever. Right, yeah, uh, okay. probably seventies. Right. So I was thinking, okay, cool. Like we're gonna be, you know, this mom's gonna die, and then probably him, depending. We'll see of whatever circumstances happen. Barring right? any accidents. Yeah. Barring any accidents. Exactly. And then he lived like way longer than he needed to. Way longer. He, I I don't know. It was just kind of annoying. Um, that was probably one of the other problems that I didn't like about the movie with this character. I felt like they they left him. It was I, convenience, yeah. It was convenience, and I felt like they should have picked somebody else, like a younger person instead, because um, he already looked old. That's the problem, and I don't know. And I get, and it's funny because like <laughs> me and Danny made fun of it uh, on the ride home. So I saw uh, brother Danny. <laughs> I was like, it would be the the old white guy who who outlives everybody. Right with dementia yeah. or whatever he has. Right? Mm-hmm. I go. Uh, it would be the old old coot who ends up outliving every motherfucker. I go, and then everybody else who just gets the fucking shorthand and dies out of natural causes or whatever. You know, bullshit. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. I did not like that part. The only, the only, the only saving grace he said is like, well, maybe he's a doctor. Maybe he has like more healthy living. So like, maybe he just ate healthier throughout his life and compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I guess. Like, nah. but fuck Nothing that. Nothing the worst about this stuff. I've seen them. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They're just regular people. They fucking get into. <laughs> no, I know they're regular people. Should. Yeah, no, no. I don't think so. Um, I, although it does, um, you know, on a side note, this is not, I'll, hopefully I'm not too much of an aside, I, it did kind of, um, not like a lot, but it gave me a little bit of a satisfaction to my original, I have a theory from my other show mm-hmm. where I, I said once, and I kind of believe it a little bit that um, there's a there is a bit of a, a connection between a serial killer and a doctor, in the sense that, or like a surgeon. I mean, like a hotshot surgeon doctor that all these lives depend on him, kind of thing. Yeah. Like the idea of um, like they're both. You have to be uh, you have to be a certain kind of crazy or a certain kind of lack of feelings that the average person does have yeah. in order to oh, do that job so. well. And I think the difference between a serial killer and a doctor is good education and good upbringing. Um, yeah, in the end, uh, you're, right. you're still thinking you're doing good in the reason what you're doing it for. And you, you do know you're doing it for good because you are a doctor. <laughs> right. And you're, in the end, saving people's lives. Not, yeah, that's why right, That's why potentially some of the really good shows out there are about doctors and some of the really bad ones are also because they don't get that. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. No, actually, um, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good analysis. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, so he he helped me on my theory. Is my point? Um, yeah, no shit. Because he was already leaving. Oh, by the way, what was? Uh, do you remember what was the movie with uh, that those two actors in it? Oh, I was thinking the whole time. I have no idea. I didn't look it up either. Neither did I. It was. Uh, I know it was um, Marlon Brando, and who was the other one? Was it John Travolta? No, De Niro. Was it De Niro? I don't think it was De Niro. No, because I, I know that movie was the score. Um, I'm pretty it was sure. Was Marlon Brando or somebody else? No, it was somebody else. I think it was Travolta. I want to say Travolta, but I don't I'm think it was sure. Travolta. Well, anyway. Uh, I'm sure if we look up, Reddit has the answer. Sure. And it's probably no answer. Because like, we were going to think of one, and I'm like, I can't think of it. Because I'm trying to think of the arrows. I'm like, okay, this guy wasn't famous until yeah, this yeah, decade. Yeah. So, like, I know yeah. how our dumbasses would fucking go into this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said it many times, too. It was really annoying. <laughs> just uh, really annoying. Dementia ass. Let's stop talking. Right. Um, I, I already saw Anthony Hopkins in that father, the, the father. I already saw that already. He's way Jack better Nicholson. than you. Jack, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. That's right. Okay. Oh, that's so maybe similar arrows then. The movie is The Missouri Breaks. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Well, never heard of it. So, fucking 70s or 60s or whatever time he was talking about. Um, all right, then. That works. Um, so, anyway, the, the whole thing, you know, culminates into the family being left and then seeing the older versions of these kids watching their yeah. parents die. Very touching. Very, very good. Very yeah. good. I like how one loses their eyesight, one loses their hearing. Yeah, um, and they're talking to each other. And I like how he, you know the whole movie, I, the, the whole internal family conflict of the movie was about uh, not only her cancer, um, but really about them divorcing. Right? Yeah. And uh, I like how that became less important, and it wasn't really resolved. It's like time resolved it for them, just like real time would have um, after decades, I mean. Like except that this time they can they didn't they 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 didn't make their mistakes worse they didn't make bad choices because they didn't have decades to make bad choices. No, they didn't. Too. Right. So it it was a that was like a very positive side to this horrible thing that I found enjoyable and I could see M Night kind of like working it for that reason and I was like that's why M Night's pretty good at his job you know. Um. So yeah, it really worked for me. I really liked that scene too, and then uh, the whole um. The whole twist thing that you mentioned that you liked, I love that because it was not even a twist. It was just showing us why they were there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I love that. It well, felt like a twist, though. The, the, I'm, I'm with feel, you. It was such a good reveal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, was, it, it, did, it was more of a reveal, 100%. Right. Yeah, it was exactly a reveal. But it was what I liked about it was the fact that it was just like, it felt like, because you knew it was coming, so something has to happen. Well, it was very much like <laughs> the village, which is, there's no. no twist really in the village, it's just a reveal, right? It's a big reveal in the village, I would say, um, where you just come to the realization like, oh shit, I mean, they've been... Well, uh, well the thing is, that, okay, that one's a little iffy. I would call that a twist, because... But they're all in on it? Because it has no, because no, it has nothing to do with the re- remaining of the characters. Really, it's you know, like uh, I, I get what you're saying. I'm saying, I guess two I, of them. In this so, uh, what I like is just like how fucking human and scummy it became after that. Like it, the movie was already like that, but mm-hmm. then like the fact that there's like a fucking pharmaceutical company, Umbrella Corp. Like, like, fucking, all right, all right. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, and you're just like, ah, oh, fucking. Well, it of the becomes earth. it becomes like a prophecy or like a parable, one of the old tales. I it becomes into God. that where, like, like would you sacrifice a small percentage of the population to save It really the does. It's really, really about that. that. It becomes about yeah. that. Hey, I, also of, uh, I also thought of. I also thought of what's it called? Uh, Cabin in the Woods. 
Um, oh yes, that's a very good example. That's a pop, that's a very good example. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that connects those two movies though is that little thing. The rest of it, <laughs> right? Where connects like, different things. Where you <laughs> right, right, right? Where you can't even tell somebody. By the way, it's like very Cabin of the Woods uh, ending. Yeah. Or whatever, like, like what? Like, You'd have to see both movies to remember. Well, if one out. saw one, the other would be like, so there's like a bigger thing. There's a god you know, underneath right, the like, beach, <laughs> right? 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 Yeah. And you're like, never mind. <laughs> a twelve-year-old movie. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a really cool reveal. I really liked it. Um, I like the idea of them going down. I, I was, I was curious about like, you know, because. Uh, there's one thing that I did like foreshadow that came back really nicely, and I thought about it the whole time, but not like every second either, was that the boy, who is obviously an older man now, mm-hmm. um, is uh, has this like, I don't know what kind of memory it is, but he remembers things 100%. Mm-hmm. He asks every person in that fucking resort, oh, not all of them, but a lot of them about their name and profession. Yeah. And he remembers that shit. Um, it's probably what helped them figure out the thing too, the little boys puzzle. I have no idea, but, uh, I was curious as to how that thing about that cop was going to come back, you know, cause they, in the, before they go to the beach, they, they do meet the cop and the guy and they spend the time of the kid asking him, he's like, I'm a police officer, you know, mm. I'm 38 police officer, but he's not with them in the group. Right. So I thought he was going to come back into the beach later. Maybe they keep sending people in left and right. I have no idea. So like, I was just thinking about that. And like, oh, and I completely forgot about him when at the end they, you know, they used them to call the authorities. I'm like, oh, okay, that works. That works. Mm-hmm. That works. And I like how the, you know, a lesser movie might have taken way too long about, you know, make convincing the authorities to come over and inspect shit or whatever. But no, it would streamline all of the ending pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although that helicopter at the end, flying a little too close for my taste. I'm like, no, don't fucking fly. What the fuck are you flying over it? That's too dangerous. You're gonna fucking uh-huh. get rid I the same thing. I love the same thing. I'm like, what also, are you doing? <laughs> also, I, I thought about uh, the guy who happens to be on vacation that week that works for the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical company. Hmm. Um, he's like, "Hey, uh, you want me to bring any like tchotchkes or anything like back from the game?" He texts one of his buddies, you know, and the guy's like, "Hey, man, don't come back. We we lost our jobs." Oh shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of jobs and our freedoms, actually. Right, right. Yeah, all together. Yeah, but I'm glad it wasn't some nefarious group. It was just like a, you know, like a weird mm-hmm. fucking sacrifice to few to save the many kind of group. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they did a great job. I like it. I like, I like. So, very, what did so, you think oh, overall, though? Like the 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 thing that, like, because you know, uh, we get to the point where they uh, they're testing medicines on everybody who was sick, but they don't really care about sacrificing the other, right? The other kids, the people who weren't sick, or anybody. Yeah, else. yeah. I mean, that's the real heinous stuff. That is the real heinous part, right? Exactly. Yeah. Especially the kids, because there's a lot of kids. Yeah. Um. So they don't care about sacrificing them, but they're they're trying everybody. The rapper who uh, has uh, issues with like blood clotting or whatever. Mm-hmm. The other girl who had like mad headaches. The other girl who had issues with her. This is like the two girls, the two people who are there from the beginning. Um. The one with dementia, the one with the tumor, the one with the all those seizures, stuff, you know, yeah. seizures. and like, who did you think they were testing? Oh, they were clearly testing all of them. I think every so no, every but, so like when you said when they said it, like who did you think? Because they said, oh, but the one worked. Who did you think it was right away? Did the you seizures. Think it was the seizures. Yes, I forgot. So I forgot about her so fast. Oh, well, you mean when they were talking about her? Yeah, when they were talking ah. about her. 
Uh, yeah, well, when they mentioned seizures, it's one that remembered me. It reminded me. I mean, remembered. Yeah. But I did think that they gave it to uh, everyone, and obviously it didn't work on the other two. Um, unless they were, unless they were after the wives, you know, the doctor's wives, um, the deficiency, what was it? I mean, no, I, it wasn't, was it iron? Uh, calcium. Calcium. Uh, it could have been that. I think could, so too. could have been yeah. that too. Right. Or it could have been just her or not a dementia, but it feels like dementia will be the number one there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think it failed for almost all of them. I mean, his, in, in the doctor's case, especially because he was going through that shit, you know, for a long time there, even in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it clearly did not diminish at all. It probably made it worse. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, but that's like too. That's like doesn't. I don't know if that makes the movie like looking back more horrifying to see that. Oh man, this guy was suffering way. So like everyone suffered extra longer because sure. he was suffering through the this drug that didn't work. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it does. Yeah, cool world building overall. I like the idea of like um, this whole company using this speech for these reasons um i don't agree with them but like i like that the movie goes there it's kind of a fun reason so yeah those are our thoughts on old um we enjoyed it for sure check it out it's in theaters right now Mm -hmm. and um yeah i would recommend it so i'm gonna take a break here when we come back we're gonna review not a title but a series of titles and uh as i try to convince Roth to watch one or two of them in the near future stay with us find out what that's about Wait, no synopsis. That's right, because I'm going to talk here a little bit. So, um, as I've alluded to, especially in the last show, 132, I talked about how I've been accidentally, I've accidentally stumbled onto a horror movie renaissance. Renaissance. I call it renaissance. It's not the right word, I'm sure. Extravaganza, marathon, call it what you will. I've been watching a lot of horror movies. And I decided to, um, in any means necessary, either download, uh, rent, buy, pirate, whatever. Uh, movies that I saw online through forums, uh, some through Reddit, some through TikTok, some through friends. Um, a combination, I made a list of movies that I want to see. I haven't seen all of it. I'm still missing like a good third, at least, of new movies, new for me. So, because a lot of them are old. Uh, new movies for me uh, that I've been either heard about here and there or never heard about, but are, you know, just like, a, like single titles and top tens, people's top ten movies of what movies to watch. I'm like, okay, great, great, great. Watch them. And throughout through all this, I've been watching new horror movies that have been coming out and um, and rewatching old ones that I haven't seen in a long time or just in general like that I want to rewatch in, in, a, in this whole series. Right. Mm. So, Raf, with that in mind, I'm just going to ask you a quick question. In recent memory, what would you, what, um, what kind of horror movies have you liked? Or what, what movies specifically have you liked in horror, if you can remember any? New or any? In recent years. In recent years? Um, man, I'm bad with names. I can uh, help you, probably. Uh, this, that, what's that one with the... With the... Uh, the one that follows the kids? It follows. Oh, it follows. It follows. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you I can help you. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that kind of horror. Um, I also... So, like, new twists on things? 
Yeah, I guess you could say new. I mean, that's a unique movie for sure. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I liked um, fucking Get Out. That's a horror, right? Yeah, also very social, um, political. Yeah, I like Get Out. I'm looking forward to Candyman, which is a remake. Of oh a yeah, we saw that movie. trailer, didn't we? It looks fun. Yeah, I avoid trailers, but we you know sometimes you don't have. You see, yeah, we I usually do too, but yeah, I was like, fuck it. It is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that one too. I like things like that overall. Um, I also like your classics, uh, some slashers and stuff like that. I'm not opposed to those type of movies as bad as they can be. They're still horror in certain ways. Um, uh, it's still horrifying to be in that situation, I guess. Um, but yeah. uh, I guess I have like more of those type of horror movies. But at the same time, I'm not opposed to your slashers at all. I'm 100% into a slasher movie. Give me a good slasher movie. I'm down. Let's fucking get it. Right. Uh, right. Summer of 89 or 69 or whatever the movie that was. That was fun. Summer of 84. Summer of 84, sure. I'm pretty sure. sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So with that in mind, Rafa, speaking of slashers, have you watched, uh, this isn't exactly a slasher, it has some slasher elements. Have you seen the trilogy on Netflix, the Fear Street movies? No, I haven't. Oh man, you should really watch them. They're a lot of fun. They're like very, I mean, they feel, I mean, the first one was 1994. It feels like you're watching Scream or something like that. Oh, really? In a good way. Obviously, it doesn't look like 94 movie, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, anyway, this whole thing for me started in like late May, early June, thereabouts. I started, you know, with the new Conjuring movie. I saw the first two again. Uh, by that time, I we've seen. Um, I saw the like a weird Spanish movie called Don't Listen, which was okay. Things heard and seen, which I talked about in recent discoveries here. Let's scare Julie. Started watching these kind of movies, right? And then just like, okay, okay, pretty good here and there. We saw a bad one called The Reckoning, which we didn't enjoy so much uh, for a review. Rewatching Triangle with Lexi led to, you know, The Fear Street, you know, and then a movie called Vicious Fun. Vicious Fun is a movie on uh, Shudder. It's a, it's definitely how it sounds. It is a horror movie, but it's like fun times. It's not like, you know, trying to like actually scare you. And it's about this uh, kid who stumbles into uh, like an AA meeting of sorts, but not for alcoholics, but for serial killers. It's like, it's like Killers Anonymous meeting. And he stumbles into it by accident, accidentally takes, not the identity or anything, but takes the spot of someone who is not going to be there by sheer happenstance. Well, not sheer happenstance. There's a reason, but it has nothing to do with him. Um, and so he has to then, not the whole movie says, mind you, this is just like the first part of it, but like he has to pretend to be into killing as he figures out from conversations and anyone around that they all love to kill. And they've killed recently. It's not like, you know, so it's like they're both trying to stop, but not trying to stop. And it's kind of a cool concept, right? The idea of like serial killers going to meetings to help quench their 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 habits, right? Huh. Okay. And and all the and all the killers in the in the room are all different types. And they in the movie even treats them like like supervillains in a weird way, like different types of supervillains. You have the big ass fucking guy who clearly kills a lot of women in campsites, you know, like Voorhees or something. And then we have the the cool driven, like you know, like uh, knife wielder Japanese guy who's also mm. a fucking great chef or something, you know, right. like. And then we have the psycho killer who, like, clearly is a Gacy type, you know, cooking crazy. Kind of. He, I mean, honestly, he kind of remind me of Junkrat without the fire. Oh, really? <laughs> kind of remind me of Junkrat. Uh-huh. Anyway, so it was a lot of fun. I saw a bunch of revenge movies, not only from our review of I Saw the Devil. 
but I'm yeah. just a plain movie called. Oh, Revenge. I love movies like that too. Those are fucking crazy. Yes, so, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Korean Korean horror is fucking on its yeah. own level. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I saw this other Revenge movie called just called Revenge from 2017 on Shutter, and that one has a lot of body horror to it, and that led me to a lot of more other body horror. And I realized that the one connection I want to say that all of my movies, the horror movies I've been watching have in common is that except for like a random few, they're all like horror based on humans. So they're not supernatural. They're not creatures. Mm -hmm. They're not even time traveling or anything like that. They're not like, you know I mean? Or or even like a movie like old, right? Where it's a supernatural phenomenon, but the real thing is the humans. Yeah, it's not, but it's not though. In this, and, and I think in the case of old, it's not. It's both those things kind of equally, but uh, yeah. So it's been strange, but like, clearly, I clearly like killers more lately because I saw the Strangers and I saw the sequel, Pray at Night. Okay. And then I got into this really good movie that I think you will actually enjoy. But the thing is that how do I get you to watch it? Because watch it because um, the what makes this movie great is if you know nothing about it. But how can I recommend it if you know nothing about it? So like. I saw, it? It's called Lake Mungo. Lake Mungo? Lake Mungo. M-U-N-G-O. It's on oh, Amazon Mungo. Prime. Mungo. Okay. That's it. Say less. It's, it's an Australian movie. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Uh, okay. It's an Australian it. uh, documentary, actually. That's, that's how you can get me to watch a movie. Okay, great. So I think you'll like that one. Okay. And it has a great conversation. Uh, Question. Yes. No Leo, correct? Oh, no. You can watch it with Leo. I can't? It's a documentary. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, you think, compl- do you think Ashley will like it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's, uh, don't worry I, about that. I don't know about that. Um, 50-50 on that one. 50-50? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's all I need to know. She, I, I know. mean, she could get completely involved into the mystery of what happened to sure. the girl in question, but like... Yeah. Don't, don't stop saying anything about that. Sorry? Yeah. yeah. I think she could get into it. Say less. Um, okay. Uh, I saw this movie called Incarnate, which is on Netflix. I actually kind of really like it, even though I gave it two and a half stars. Um, possessions. A lot of possessions in that one. A lot of possessions. And it has the dude from... The, the guy who plays Two-Face in The Dark Knight. I forgot his name. That's awful. He was a bigger actor back then. Anyway. You said in The Dark Knight? Yeah, The Dark Knight. Uh, he plays uh, uh, Harvey Two-Face. Yeah, I know, I know. It does uh, Thank You for Smoking, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was the main actor in, in yeah. The Dark Knight. Okay. Anyway, even uh-huh. though it's ridiculous... Um, he's like, Aaron know, Eckhart. he's like Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. He's like, it, it's like one of those types of movies that try to take science into the, into the supernatural. Okay. So like the movies about possession and, and, and straight up, it's not like about like, Ooh, what kind of, pos- no, it's straight up devils. Like from oh, okay. That's Bible cool. devils, you know, yeah, Bible devils, yeah. Bible devils, like the devil's in it. There's Lu- um, Lucifer something. I don't know. Something going on. Sure. 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 And, um, he plays like, um, not a religious guy at all. He has like a science, like a scientific method to actually go into a person that's being possessed wow. and help them like trick their mind into escaping that possession. Okay. And that, that's some of the movie opens, and the whole thing has that gimmick. And it's about him, obviously, finding the demon that took his daughter. You know, that whole thing. You know, it's very, very classic. Again, two and a half stars only. But, like, it was still a lot of fun. Recommend that. Uh, we want to say a really good one. Also, you know, this is speaking for Australian cinema, because Lake Mungo is also from Australia. And I saw Revenge, which is from Australia. And this one, The Snowtown Murders. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, I've heard of it, though. Okay, great. Uh, have you heard of the movie, or you heard of the real-life story? Huh, the movie. Okay, good. Um, good fucking horror movie. And this is like where like it's both. It's not like 
ever doesn't go above you know it isn't it's not about showing you the gore necessarily it doesn't want it does show some stuff for sure it's definitely not for leo or ashley <laughs> but like um what's horrifying about this is just the, these horrible people doing to this terrible to this family you know and it's like one thing after another and it takes place uh, so it's about um a serial killer that existed in australia in the 80s 90s i remember and um it takes you a perspective of um one of his helpers. Okay. And by helpers, I mean this guy wasn't this, this kid who's 16, 17 when he's quote unquote recruited by the serial killer. Anyway, he doesn't know that he's this in the beginning. And this guy who turns out to be the serial killer, fucking crazy nut guy, he has like shark eyes, like dead eyes. It's insane how he does that. Really good performance. Mm-hmm. He is dating this kid's mother, and that's how they meet. That's how they know each other. And he like befriends them, kind of helps them out, obviously. And then Ta-da! Manipulated into helping him, either that or you die, kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. And it's through this that you figure out like his methodology and what he starts doing, and what starts off as like, you know, this anti, you know, uh, super homophobic hatred towards the people around his town goes further than that. And he starts killing anyone he wants, and it's fucking crazy. So yeah, check it out if you like a good serial killer movie. Um, <laughs> I saw Freaky, which was a lot of fun, and it's also on HBO Max. It came out last year with Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that one? Nope. No? Oh, you missed it. Okay. You didn't see all the trailers for it because it was everywhere for me. Um, Freaky is a really cool movie. It's kind of like Vicious Fun or like Fear Street or like maybe Kevin in the Woods too. Kind of like a modern fun times take on stuff. Um, okay. Think of, uh, think of uh, maybe like Chucky and Friday the 13th maybe. Maybe that's a good combination. So... Freaky is about this killer. Vince Vaughn plays this killer, like a crazy serial killer. Like he's clearly demented, fucked up. And, you know, I don't know how you, I don't know if you know this about Vince Vaughn, but like he's a big motherfucker. So, and he actually has played really good crazies before in movies and no one knows about because everyone thinks he's just a wedding crasher. But like when he wants to, he can be fucking crazy. And in this one, he is. And he stumbles across, like, he, I don't know if he stumbles across while he's after this, but he gets, like, an ancient Aztec relic, right? And he stabs one of his would-be victims, the main actress, stabs her, and they switch bodies. Ah. And becomes, like, a freaky, fr- it's freaky Friday and Friday the 13th. That's a good mm-hmm. question. And it happens on Friday the 13th. Clearly, the writers and the, the, everyone making the movie wanted the rights to Jason Voorhees, but they probably couldn't get it. Yeah. So they had to fake it. Ah, oh, that's sad. That sucks. Yes. But yeah, it's still very sucks. good. That would have been cool. Yeah. If you like that idea of a teenager suddenly going from fucking nervous awkwardness, will that boy like me, to fucking Stone Cold Killer? And then Vince Vaughn being the ridiculous himself that he is, being yeah. uh, trapped in a little, well, you know, uh, little girl in the big boy's body yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun and it's also like good horror stuff too it doesn't shy away from it it's that's sometimes. pretty cool okay. check that out one movie that i rewatched that wasn't very good at all and i'm surprised it's so popular in horror movie circles is called salo i've never heard of it the full title is salo or the 120 days of sodom which sounds awful i imagine yeah no I sounds would, like yeah. a bad that's a, that's a popular movie well i mean no, in, it's like in, indie in, popular under uh, uh, a classic, circles? cult classic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cult classic. Okay. It's from the seventies, uh-huh. nineteen seventy-five. It's Italian. I was about to say, I was like, that should tell you everything. Oh, excuse me, sorry, I was yawning. But I was about to say, I was like, 
Yeah, well, the name of the movie was like, it doesn't sound appealing at all. Sound is the name of the town, I guess. And, um, you know, well, it's, about, it's about Nazis, but or, but not really Nazis. They're like communists or Nazi affiliates. Uh-huh. Um, there isn't a lot of symboling, symbolism of Nazism. It's not like they focus yeah. on it, but they Symbolism. clearly... Uh-huh. Symbolism. Um, symbol- what's that symbology? <laughs> um, <laughs> and Salah is about... So, it's, it's... I saw it a long time ago, okay? And I remember bits and pieces, and yeah. uh, I don't remember that much. And I was like, watching it this time, I'm like, oh man, this plot is so bad. I don't, I wanna, I never want to hear these people talk again. They <laughs> ramble on and on about bullshit. But essentially, this uh, rich group, a powerful group of clearly left or communist leaning Nazis, are like they kidnap all these young people, women and men, almost equal parts. I think they're equal parts. They're barely, I mean, they're not girls and boys, but they're uh-huh. just above that. You know, they're like 16, 17. At, right, something like that. And obviously it's set during World War II era, 40-something, whatever. And um, they hold them up in this pansion, mansion with uh, soldiers all around. They can't get out perimeters, everything. And they're told that they are going to follow a new set of laws. There's no more laws, no more God, no more nothing. And that they're going to be a part of like, not a senseless, but like, uh, an orgy of orgies becomes very sexualized pretty fucking fast. Huh. It's about the degradation of everything relating to all this stuff. A lot of the kinks that really survived the decades from 1975 onto today really is kind of touched on or represented in this mm-hmm. movie, except that no consent. And absolutely at all. Like, the, these kids are not, <laughs> they're not asked if they want to do this. They are definitely prisoners. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a myriad scenes of, like, stupid nonsense and then crazy shit. And then stupid, rambling nonsense and then more crazy shit. So the movie's awful. But, like, as far as, like, what they do and the, the, like, the limits you stretch of cinema and, like, what humans are capable of is fascinating. And that's why I think this movie is really popular. And uh, probably more fucked up in the 70s, right, than today. But um, still. You know, and I was thinking the whole time, like I was seeing all this stuff, and they do things with like a lot of homosexuality in it, and a lot of like just fucking in front of people. Like I think it's, it's taking it's really gross, okay? But it does all this, and I was like, "Where's the violence?" I can't remember there was violence. <laughs> and then at the end, they're like, "Oh shit, you're right, there it is." <laughs> like okay, and they're scalping people, and oh, okay, yes, I remember that now. I was like, "Where is yes?" Okay, and it becomes like this weird inquisition against all these kids that broke the rules, you know. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm sorry. I spoiled it, but also, you you won't want to see that one. But it's, uh, unless you do, it's fine. Um, last, I'll mention one more, because I saw others. I'll mention one more French movie called Inside. Inside, from 2007. Uh, I do not know how to pronounce the French version. It's a really, really cool, dark, as fuck, horror movie about, um, well, it opens up, actually, with a, a little baby in a womb. You know, and you can hear the mother's voice saying like something about like, oh, we're protected. I love you so much. I can't wait for you to meet me, whatever. And then a car crash instantly. And the woman, the main character, husband died in this car crash and she's alive and the baby's still alive. Obviously, she's still healing from her wounds. It's like months later. Right. She's living alone. And then a knock on the door and then the horror begins. And the knock is that there's a crazy person trying to get in. You don't know why. She don't know why. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, she realizes it's a woman, 
you know, she takes her, tries to take a few pictures in the dark and it doesn't get much. The, she calls the doc, uh, the, uh, the police, obviously, and they come over and it says, always, she's not around, you know, classic stuff in the beginning. But they say they'll come back later and stuff like that. So, you know, you expect them. And then the movie goes on and obviously it gets way worse from that point to the point where like most of the movie is her being holed up in the bathroom, which has a surprisingly awesome lock on it. Um, I got to say, I mean, that lock does look like it will hold away a killer. And it does look like it does the job well. So the whole movie really takes place there and a lot of violence in between. A lot of fucking deep cuts, if you know what I'm saying. A lot of like close calls. And just when you think it's just a two-man show, not only do the cops eventually does get there, but other family members are worried about her. Like, hey, we haven't heard from you. They come over and like, holy shit. And it gets pretty cool and violent. And in a sense that, yes, in a sense that if you like horror movies, I mean, um, and it gets there pretty fucking fast, and they don't really pull the punches ever, okay. especially at the end with a pair of scissors and something that I'm not saying. Um, okay. That it's so it's so rewarding, and it has a weird twist though at the end too with one of the victims. I want to say a little bit of a twist. Um, I had a lot of fun watching this movie, it, and like it reminded me of this this decade in the in the 2000s that uh, France really held their own in horror. You know, they did High Tension. Remember that movie? We, we, I don't know if we saw it I together. Tension. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, I think I, I, no, I don't remember. I, I could, maybe, but what was High Tension? Which one was High Tension? High Tension was about that girl uh, with two best friends or something, and they're being, like, chased by this crazy serial killer in this blue fucking truck or something. And, yeah, um, oh, I think I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and well, the twist is, if you remember, so, uh, spoiler alert, whatever. Yes, I do remember. Like, yeah, she's I do the remember. killer the whole time? She's the whole right. Time. Right, yeah. And she was in love with her, right, with her friend. Correct, yes. Yeah, yes. That, this was the same era. France was delivering these movies. Okay. As well as this movie that I had not finished rewatching. This is my third time, uh-huh. but I'm rewatching it currently. Um, it's Martyrs, which I think I've mentioned to everyone at some point in my life. Because it is pretty fucked up and pretty crazy. Uh-huh. Martyrs is about French uh-huh. also. It's French. And it's from 2009 or seven or something. And um, it's about this girl who uh, is being tortured. Right, it's like the past version. This is what happened before. Um, she's getting tortured by someone for no reason. It's probably because they just like to do it, and she escapes somehow. And she escapes, and the movie takes place like um, from there to the orphanage, right? And then making a best friend, and then they grow up, and they realize like she she finds the family. Literally, she finds the couple that was torturing her when she was a child. Oh, Jesus. literally finds it by happenstance. Finds them. It rings her doorbell and shoots, guns them all down, her, their children included. Nice. And it turns into this thing where, like, you don't know if it's real or not. Obviously, the whole time you know it's real. But, like, you know, the best friend doesn't know 100%. It, did you get the right family? Are you sure? You're just basing this off on newspaper clipping and all this shit. Right. And, like, right, and she's right. like, dude, I fucking remember the smell as soon as I came into the house. It's them, you know. Yeah. Um, and then from there on, it goes fucking crazy. And it's all about this dark organization that seems all too believable in a weird way. That's way uh-huh. worse than any fucking Pizzagate ring that you can imagine. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, that's fucking dark. I'm like, go France in the horror. And uh, go so, yeah, France. go uh-huh. France. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they had their heyday in the 60s, 70s, but they came back strong in the 2000s. So, yeah, those are the movies I've been watching. If you guys are curious about that kind of thing at all, I'm really into horror movies oh that's right i forgot to mention one and sure. this is uh based on the sos the other podcast i do uh-huh. supernatural current studies over there we made it a big deal there i bought based on a few things online a few you know random people um with, <laughs> that i do not verify that uh one of the 
that there's these uh there's these series of movies that are only available throughout this one publishing house that you can buy physical copies only, not digital. Okay. That you can get that are supposed to be extreme horror. Oh wow. And I blind bought two of them. And I saw both of them. Are they are they extreme horror? So, yes. Yes, they are. Do they deliver the goods, so to speak? They do. Uh, do they, really? they they make me squirm? Yes, they did. And that's oh kinda shit. Hard, that's kinda that's hard crazy. to do. That's kinda hard to do. But like um but what I realized what they really are and what makes them kind of unavailable online, I was like, come on, I've seen other crazy movies. I haven't mentioned a Swedish movie called The Farm, which is fucking crazy and fucking nuts. But like that one's available. I rented on iTunes. Uh, um the reason this movie is so special, so to speak, or these movies are, is because they're actually porns. Oh. And I obviously I did not know that. Bl- I blind bought them. So, yeah, yeah. like, I did not know that. I guess I didn't believe it when it said it's rated X. I guess yeah. X really means the porn part. I'm like, oh, I thought they were just being kind of clever. Like, it's really NC-17 or something. Um, but no, it's it's pornographic. It's like, it really starts off that way. And they show the whole thing as if you're watching a regular porn. Really normal, raunchy stuff. Actually, the quality of the porn itself is not great or anything. But, like, then they go extreme from that point. Oh, Extreme, like the movie I saw, Love Dump, which sounds like an awful title and yet an awesome one. It does. It does sound like a porn title too. Oh <laughs> yeah, it also sounds like yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Love Dump starts off. Like, it's a serial killer who finds women, obviously, and uh, or people in general. Actually, one of them is a, as a guy in the middle. Um, finds um, women, takes them to the hotel room. The whole movie, all the mo- all these movies take place in hotel rooms. Very sketchy. They did it. They clearly shot it all under the radar. Under uh-huh. the yeah, you know what I'm saying they had no permission anywhere. Yep, they just sure. shot it <laughs> in hotel rooms. <laughs> Very sketchy movies, and uh, I, yes, the, all the actors are still alive. None of this really happened. But the amount of fucking crazy gore and the fucking sexuality, the, the way they do it, mm-hmm. it is so nutty. It is so cringy and bad and horrifying that it do, it does deliver, but it is essentially a porn. Oh, wow. um, so I'm so I was curious about it when I finished watching both of them. That um. That if uh, if this is like a, a, a fetish thing, like a, a tailor made for a certain type, yeah, you know, because it could be. I mean, there's well, a porn for everything. Yeah. Well, there's no way for me to corroborate that. You can't even find a picture of the director. Oh, really? I couldn't find them. It's obviously a fake name or a pen name, but either way, sure. I can't find shit. Jay, uh, my co-host at the other show, he t- he tries searching for him. <laughs> He's oh, like, dude, I can't find a picture, and that's scarier. Um, <laughs> you know, saying shit like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he really, hi- I really hyped it up for him. And I live, you know how you live tweet things? I live texted him while I was watching it. Oh, okay. There's cool. a lot of a lot of fun thread there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I guess if you're into furthermore, uh, I don't I think I have, buddy. So yeah, this is my horror movie. Oh, Renaissance. Shit, Any yeah. of these interest you? Except for uh, except, except for like one go. No, I've been wanting to watch the street horror movie um yeah those are fun times like bring yeah. your friends over have a pizza with it kind of fun times yeah I, I i feel like it would be cool to watch with friends um i just don't know which friends but at the same time we'll see yeah and, and they'll uh, get better and they get better yeah i, I mean it's fine that or i could probably just watch one myself but uh, we'll see um but but um I don't know. A lot of it sounds like it could be. Besides the last one you said, um, <laughs> sounds like it sounds like it could be interesting. I'm sorry, I hate to say it, but yeah, that's not my cup of tea. It's at not all. for everyone. No, no, it's not my cup of tea at all. Like, none it's of that not for two percent of the people. Right, right. Of course, it's like two percent of the two percent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, um, I feel like I'm interested in it. Like, I feel like I want to. Like, oh, that sounds kind of cool, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm just like, 
I I have like no ambition to start a movie by myself like that. I like when it comes to horror movies, and it's not yeah. like it's not like I'm, I'm afraid of anything, or I just feel like I don't know if I could start this by myself. Like I just don't know if I could if I have the willpower to start anything. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, like, a movie night. Clearly. Yeah, clearly movie night. Exactly. If it was yeah. a movie night, I would love to show you Martyrs, uh, just for the sound design, honestly. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. Things like that, you know. That I'm, not, I'm never opposed to anything like that to watch. No, that's another thing. I really, we never really talk about it because I went through. This is like my fourth horror movie, like f- f- crazy year. Like, I watched a shit ton of it. Like I've uh-huh. done as many times. My favorite genre to go to, um, and I, I guess I don't. I don't really know where you stand on horror in general. I know you like it. I know you don't like mind watching yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those genres. Mm-hmm. To be really honest with you, is that. Mm-hmm. I um I like it. I never seek it. It's one of those like if a movie falls in my lap, I watch it. And then usually, sometimes not usually, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll have like a horror itch, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch like I'll try to force myself to watch like two new movies. But in the end, I always revert to something that I've seen or something that I remember seeing mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. that I remember. I always feel like horror. I don't know something about horror like. You had to have seen it first the first time once, but I feel like it has a bigger impact when you've seen it before, um, especially when you were like growing up, kind of yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, but I never shy away from it. Um, I just. What would you describe would be the hardest core movie you've seen? Hardest core, like horror. Oh yeah, hardcore horror. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people's go to is Saw. I know you and I like The Collector, things like that. I mean, that's pretty hardcore. It's not like nothing. No, I guess like the audition kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. You, so you have seen it. Did you see Itchy the Killer with me too? Did I show uh, you that Yeah, one? Itchy the Killer is not a good movie to watch. Yeah, I just... It's a great movie. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, no, nothing no, could happen. No, there's nothing good. No, no, it's... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no one gets out alive. I guess that's what you mean. Right. Um, it is it is one of those things. Yeah, there's like some yeah, of those Yeah, that's the movies. Japanese renaissance. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. Some of those movies are just like Jesus Christ, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can never unsee that, right? No, you can never unsee that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess those are my yeah. Like some, I'll. That's a group movie. Watching it, like everyone's like, "Oh my god, why are we watching this kind of thing?" Oh really? Like, like audition and shit? Yeah. yeah. Well, not audition, but I mean, well, audition is like uh, it's like the first third, the two thirds is like a regular movie. Right, and then it isn't, and then you're right. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, right, I, just, I don't know. I guess that's, I guess, I, I guess those would be, like, my worst. That's not bad, though. A lot of people have not seen those. Yeah. I'm, a lot of people have, also, but not a lot of people. No. Um, did I ever show you, uh, did I ever show you Visitor Q? I'm not sure if I did. You know what? So, I remember starting it, but I think it's one of those movies where I fell asleep watching it. I mean, the opening is very it's slow. I mean, the implications are fucking horrifying. But like, because you know, in the opening is about this girl sleeping with her dad, and just the idea of that is kind of bad. But um, but you're right, it's just conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see that. But it does get fucking. It really gets. I, I do remember watching you should you trying to show me movies, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm down to watch something. But I was already working like three a.m. shifts, and I'd be like, yeah, for sure, for sure, watch it. And then right. I'm like, that was a great movie. You're like, I'm pretty sure you saw the whole thing. Right, great movie. Yeah, it ended. Great. Yeah, right, great. I hear you. Fucking credits, awesome. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to touch base on on horror movies lately. Um, okay. Makes me makes me pretty jazzed about Halloween and watching more. Um, you know, talking really about like horror movies, movies, I always like. I'm always more on edge, or like anything with horror. Like then you're like, what was that noise? 
pick one of those things. Like you know, you ever yeah, a few movies do that. I think the first paranormal. Well, no, like just in general, talking about like horror, like let's just talk about horror genre in general. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, everything's like too quiet, and you're like, why is everything too quiet? Well, you're wearing noise canceling headphones, dumbass. First of all, right, and then you'll like, but then you take them off. You're like, why is everything still too quiet? Yeah, you know, like shit like that. All of a sudden, you realize like. Why is that creaking? That, that doesn't that normally. Like, Why you know, is like, that creaking? No, it's dumb shit like that. Like mm-hmm. it's just you know, you, you all of a sudden your everything plays tricks on you. But in reality, it's just your dumb mind playing tricks on you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that tracks. It does. That's cool, man. You've been into it, dude. That's, you're fucking in it. You're in it to win it. You gotta invite me for sure. I think. Uh, I honestly, I hate to say it, but I think it was like a be you and Luke Knight would be fantastic to watch like two, three movies. Um, Fuck to the yes, but because I think Cause I know I, him I, and J- and his uh, his other friend Jake uh, get into some horror movies. No, they they for sure do. Jake's definitely the guy who starts it, but Luke is very. Um, I don't know. He's more open to things than other people are, so especially when it comes to horror genre. Yeah, um, it is hard I'm, to I'm find people. Pretty, there, I'm pretty open to just about anything. Yeah, and also like I mean, just I'm, I'm kind of like numb to a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like. I don't know. Like, one of these days, we should do something. Maybe we can even convince. Because Matt's a little bitch. He doesn't do horror. But, like, Greg. Greg oh, probably, really? Or, no, Matt's a bitch. Like, I did not know like, that. No. Like, we'll watch, like, Nightmare on Elm Street. And he'll be like, Yeah, man, my dreams. Like, like what? <laughs> like, what about your dreams? <laughs> the fuck? Like, I get being afraid of it, but, like, yeah, yeah. really? Come on, dude. Like, oh, just, shit. He should really stay away from me. No, yeah. No. He's very much like, yeah, hard pass. You know, <laughs> <Hard> <laughs> like he's gonna be like drinking himself to sleep. So, so the most he could watch is like Shaun of the Dead, something comedic, comedic horror, comedy horror. He could do, yeah, right. Um, okay. You know, he's fine with like gore and shit like that. I, I'm pretty sure he's fine with all that because I've seen him watch like you know, uh, 28 Days Later and shit like that. That's not really like that's not really that bad. But bring really? in like other stuff for him, and then yeah, wait, 28 Days Later bad. is horrifying. Like Babadook would fucking freak him out. Really? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Yeah. yeah, it's like that kind of horror. He's, like, he just can't like. His brain is like, no, thank you. So if I bring my papa book to his place, <laughs> dude, it'd be freaky. Don't do that. Then. Like you fucking <laughs> die. I'm not gonna do that. But if he ever visits, I'm gonna do it. Right. I forgot you have that papa book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I forgot. Right. Yeah, that's a freaky movie too, by the way. That is a freaky movie. That's another one. Maybe I should rewatch. But I have yeah. a long list. I'm I never ending this. I bet you um, do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but one thing I came out of this is that while uh, you know watching that that time period of French cinema in the 2000s being awesome. And Australian cinema lately being awesome right now. Like they're the yeah, top Australian cinema fucking going. They're like Australian horror is pretty up there right now, man. Yeah. They're doing good. Um, I know I saw that one in theaters. I forget the name of it though. Now it's about a serial killer with he looks like a dark version of um that Dundee. What's this guy's name? <laughs> Fuck, Crocodile okay. Dundee. Crocodile uh, Dundee. Like he looks uh, like a dark, fucked up serial killer version of that guy with the hat and shit and the fucking accent. Uh, Except that he's not saying that's not a knife. He just stabs you. Um, you know, sure. So oh, I, I thought that was pretty good. I don't remember the name of it though. Uh-huh. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, and anyway, that's that's it for the thing. I just want to have a discussion on it. Now, at this point, you have been listening to another movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always follow me personally for if you want more horror movie recommendations. There are many more. I only named like half of the movies I've seen so far this year. Um, you can follow me at Armin Filmmaker on Letterboxd and on Twitter. And that's Armin, Armin Filmmaker. That's uh, Filmmaker with A-R-M-E-N. Uh, prof, what about you? Excuse Bless me, you. sorry. You can follow me on Twitter. Sorry, man. I was like, where am I saying? Um, where are you? I don't know. 
uh, Earth, Twitter on uh, at uh, Don Rafael underscore between Rafael, and then um, you can follow me on Twitch at Sutrama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. do that. Now, remember, we are a bi-weekly show every other weekend, even though this one's coming out late because it's already due twelve minutes ago. Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, but Raf, you're picking the next movie. So, what are what's in store for us next time? Next movies? Uh, yes. No horror movies at all, whatsoever. That's fine. Um, or at least I don't think so. But one of them is um, we're going to have dumb action because that's who I am. That's what I pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to watch the new uh, Suicide Squad movie. Oh, okay. 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 And then uh, the other movie that I was going to go watch this weekend, but my weekend got super busy and I just didn't get to see it. But I'll probably watch it this week is The Green Knight. <gasps> the Green Knight will be out by then? The Green Knight's out this of thirtieth as of last Friday. Oh wow, I'm super excited now. I wanna see that one. I just haven't been paying attention to movie news, but no, yeah. I wanna yeah. see that for sure. The Green Knight. If you hadn't picked that I would have probably were too. Sure. And for then sure. uh we are starting a new marathon, am I correct? That's right. I don't know what to call it yet, but we're gonna call it anniversaries for now. Sure. My anniversaries for now. Anniversaries yeah. we're doing a ten year anniversary and the movie we are doing for ten years that came out ten years ago this sometime around now. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares about that part? No, yeah, um, not exactly the date. But it was 2011, okay? Yes. And the movie is Drive. Drive? Oh my god, Drive was 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's a good movie. I haven't seen that in a while, too. That'd be good to rewatch. I now. think I've only seen this movie twice, and I, to be brutally honest with you, I think I only remember watching it once, though. So, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Can't wait to see what we think about it. All right, that's uh, Nicholas Winding Refn. That was in his big start. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. the act directory yeah awesome anyway check out those movies and check us out next time until then i am oscar and ralph see you later coffee and pie coffee and pie oh my you didn't hear it from me